push the right button. I don't push the right button a lot. This you is have my so many, secret shame. You have so many <laughs> buttons to push, John. I know. Uh, it's because one of them says go live and the other one says start stream, and that really is not Whoa. correct. <laughs> that is not con that is not confusing at all. Me. <laughs> nope. No, that's probably me. That's how I phrase them. So then this should just want be called. Uh, I'm gonna just call it start main. I call mine pre-stream and intro. Oh yeah. See, but that's to me that's that's that would also be like, oh okay, it's pre-stream, oh, that's fine. I'm introducing oh. the yeah, yeah. See for me, like my stream starts when people see my face. Everything else is just like a waiting room. Wow. <laughs> Pre-show live. A dance party waiting room? Yeah. Okay. Hang on, now I'm thinking of like a dentist's office, but like okay, it'll just be a few minutes, like go to the dancing room. Yeah. And then you can like disco while you wait to get your Way fewer people would be scared of the dentist if that was what you had to look forward to. It's true. Just saying. You would just be so much more tired. You'd be like, Ugh. Oh, Gruber Mensch knows where it's at. Camera live. I think live, but still. You know who actually knows where it's at? Never Too Many Socks. Do you right. know why Never Too Many Socks knows where it's at? Because Never Too Many Socks is now caught up. <gasps> clap, 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 clap. I don't know how people get to that point. Agreed. I don't know why people get to that point. Like joking aside, I'm not really caught up. <laughs> I was, um, I had a Zoom call with a friend of mine from high school on Friday and she was like, oh yeah, your Sunday stream. Like my partner really loves watching D&D &D streams on Twitch. I should tell him about yours. And I was like, yeah, we have over a hundred episodes. So I don't know if he's but gonna be able to honestly, catch up. Honestly, just jump in. What do you really <laughs> need to not? know? Why not? That, that's kind of my position is that to a certain degree, and I'm like, do you need to watch all the episodes? Like, is it that important? I mean, if you start saying like, I'm gonna watch Days of Our Lives, do you have to watch from day one? No. Yeah, I would argue like, well, not most, but like quite a bit of television. You can be like, ah, it's friends. They're friends. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it's in the title. We're good. <laughs> oh, get in the egg. Wow. Yeah, That's taking egg. me back. <sighs> Will they ever see the egg carriage again? Probably not. <laughs> or are their hopes shattered? Like an egg. Cracked, yeah. Cracked, very good. Well, they just all Hi, friends. <laughs> and hello to those watching. Hello. Hello. I'm disabling microphone inputs because I'm an idiot. Right now? Yeah. Like excess. Nice. <laughs> excess. Gone, gone, gone. Get out yeah. of here. Ch -ch -ch Boom, you're dead. I think we don't even want one from the camel, do we? No, we don't. Boom. So that's it. There we go. Irish <laughs> Mini Socks, do you have a preferred Changeling the Streaming catch-up snack? Or drink? If you don't, that's cool. I'm just Rom's curious. the best snack around. I'm more of three square meals. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm what you would call a snack with two C's. At least that is uh, what actually, I understand. Actually, I think it's a snack with snack. six C's. Snack. I am a snack with six C's now. Snack. Go gross, gross. It's so gross. I don't like it. Would you describe Brahma's thick? 
Not necessarily. In some, I, I, I don't think, think he was asking you, Elizabeth. I would. I I insist on answering all the same. Please, please do. Please do. I would say in certain uh, imaginings, yes. Oh yes, there are so, some. There is some fan art that's very like. My favorite is that in people's minds, Brom especially, like his appearance changes quite a bit. Because um, in some he's like crazy jacked. Yeah. In some he's dad pod Brom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. He's a lunchbox. Under under the dad bod, there's a dad hero waiting to get out, you know? But is Brom the new DLC for Dream Daddy a dad dating simulator? Yes. Jonathan Verrill, I <laughs> would. I don't know how to tell. I would, qu I would quit this stream to play it. <laughs> Jonathan. And I'm so sorry. Maximus Aurelius. <laughs> Maximus Aurelius. Ah! We watched Gladiator last night. <laughs> we were going to watch Gladiator last night. What? Are you kidding? And we decided not to because we're idiots. We watched Ip Man instead. Okay. Scott didn't want to watch it. And I was like, come on. <laughs> I was persuaded. Like, so I guess that's all two and a half hours of that fucking movie. Pardon my French. It's Academy Award winner, Gladiator. Good God. Every week is now eight years long and I do not remember. Yep. I understand. Cheers. Wine is good. Mm -hmm. I do not understand. <laughs> oh, never too many slugs. That's extra classy. I like it. A nice cup of tea and biscuit. Yep. You would be ashamed to know the food that we consume before stream. That's fair. Uh, is it made out of potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have a duty to consume as many potatoes it's true. as possible. Apparently. You know, there's a farm that's outside of Montreal that sells 50 pounds of potatoes for $15, but you have to drive there. It's wild. They have a hey, lot of potatoes. Yeah, but get... We're not even allowed to leave the island. Yeah. I know. Mm. Unless nope. it's we're in eat it over the oh! river. <laughs> yeah, catapults or disguises. Yeah, or oh my God, just catapulting 50 pounds of potatoes. That would be like <laughs> grape shot. <laughs> no, they catapult us. We pick up the potatoes and then catapult back. So we need. Okay, Liz, tents. stand right here and catch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Brom were in the Dream Daddy game, he would be basically written exactly like the Us character with a lot of awkward questions and uncertain statements, so us dating him would never get anywhere. Also, he's essentially well meaning with his children, but just, just totally out of date, doesn't understand how to interact with his daughter and/or sons, you know, depending on the. Do you think Brom has a hashtag secret daughter? That's a good question. That is a really good question. I've, I, I, I have a kid. well, so I, I doubt it, but possibly, right? Like I, I wouldn't know, and I, <laughs> I don't deign to like you know be the person who knows all, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I certainly don't think he was a virgin before meeting Kay, so... Why'd you say it like that, but mm. It makes me think he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word he uses. He may as well have been. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. It's my first time. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kate. Why? Why have I done this? <laughs> you know oh what? man! You can just go. I can feel <laughs> my underwear evaporating from here. <laughs> God damn it, bro! 
I know. I mean, Scott, I mean, <laughs> I mean oh, the line, it's blurring. So to answer the question, Brom has had three wives and he's working on his fourth. <laughs> he's fourth? Who's he working on? What? Uh, oh, come on. Brom's always got to work on the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brom's wives have expiration dates that are not nearly as... Oh my god, what was the name that you told me today? The new head of Gwydion? <laughs> oh, well, so the, the name I remember was Karen Lith. And Liz was like, are you sure you didn't just conflate, like, Karen and Farrelith? Like, I, I was like, no, it's a real person! I refused to believe that it was a real name, but it was. That's true. And also doesn't Karen start with a K. It starts with a hard K sound. Perfect. What Unlike is the name? Karendlith. Karendlith. Isn't that the name of one of them noble trolls I met at Terranar? She's Gwydion or something? Yep. Oh my god. How the flippity flop did I flip to that page? Yes. Karendlith. Holy shit, Kate, really? Yeah, actually. Amazing. Wow. Who uh, I'm supposed to have spoken to. Uh, Rom will somehow end up marrying Sophia. We're going to see what that looks like in a future stream. In a what if stream. That'll happen. What if Wednesday? Or what yeah, if what if Wednesday? It'll be Brahm and Sophia, and I'm gonna have like the you know like the 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 music that plays just before like a sitcom scene starts. Honey, which one do you mean? Honey, I'm home. Is it one of those? It's gonna start out, Honey, I'm home, and then immediately I want a divorce. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I'm not sorry for? I'm not sorry for she who knows 10,000 things. Because she's here. Oh. Uh, in chat, Careful. ready to... Advance. <laughs> okay, well, now that's the official spelling of... Incredible spelling. Time for me to roll up a new character. Yeah. Incidentally, if anybody out there is a virgin, here's the thing: being a virgin is just fine. Well, it's just awesome. Don't pronounce it like that. Yeah. Don't call yourself a virgin. <laughs> how, how it's actually pronounced in your language. In which case, we apologize for. Correct. Well, not with seven A's. Are you <laughs> sure. Hey, whatever. Man. You're right. You're also, right. Well, not if you have two children who you fathered biologically. Truth. Yeah. Yes. Then clearly, yes. Okay. What I meant was before uh -huh. his marriages. His oh, family. the before times. Oh, you mean his marriages? Wow. No, Liz, I don't. <laughs> John, I'd like to roll up a new character, please. <laughs> okay. I feel mocked at this table. I feel mocked. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice segue. Not really. What we do in the shadows vibe with that beard. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh. I, I feel compelled to ask whether any of you decided to make Aragorn happy today. So, three, two, like, oh, one, no. Like, oh! Yes. Now, I didn't clear it with you, John, so perhaps this is gonna- Also, in Gladiator, lying. didn't they change it from what how it originally was in Rome? Yeah, apparently this was like, yeah. die! This was die, because <laughs> dying was great. Yeah. Uh, or I guess that's what the mob wanted to see. They would be like, right. yay, slaughter. But apparently Ridley Scott was like, people are stupid. They're not going to get that. Which, I mean, same. Girl, same. 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 <laughs> same, same. Oh. Yeah. I bought, with all my hordes of experience, Glamour 7. Oh. I finally joined the ranks of 
<laughs> you know what the best part is? That doesn't mean that he's the winner. That means he's the wee. <laughs> well, no. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead. Yeah, oh, we're watching Gladiator. Watch Gladiator much too. Continue Talk with Gladiator themes. <laughs> wow. I made a terrible Glade. mistake. I'm a baby. <laughs> oh my god. I gave up. All right. Well, congratulations. You made everyone happy. Yay! Because you spent experience. Uh, what the hell happened? last session, if I may ask, because uh, okay. important shit has been going down. Checking my synopsis. Available on RPGClinic.com. Oh, wow, you're just going to read aloud from your synopsis? No, I'm just looking at it to make sure I remember. the entire thing. Oh, small office. No. <laughs> so much. Why did I write so much? Okay. Fine. Uh, does anyone want to start? Uh, do Granville is pissed. Correct. Well, that's the first paragraph down. Uh, and so we all moved out to the garden. Yep. Where he dressed us all down royally um, and, and drew a nice picture of the kingdom and talked about land. And. Yeah, that's. Huge track. Fiona has a lot of land, but not much way to protect it. So the part of what they needed as a steal with Dougal was to get some weapons to protect said land. Um, and so after some discussion, uh, it was decided that we'd go get Zister to continue this discussion, which point Zister was like, "Fuck that, I'm not gonna go out to him. We're gonna let him stand out there and steam. Um, and uh, Zister basically came up with a bunch uh, points and we brought them back to the Duke yeah the, the the motley I think tried to navigate the political situation that that like Kate and Liv, like that we've been describing which is that yeah Fiona has a lot of land and not a lot of way to protect it especially at the sort of like <laughs> borders um, and wanted an alliance with Dougal hence the political marriage um, but the propositions from the Motley as to how to sort of navigate that, uh, what ended up kind of playing out was uh, a, like a sister's suggestion of, oh boy, here we go. The Sparks uh, workshop would be like kind of tuned to produce weaponry, et cetera. Yeah, from do, it's tech, it's not just weaponry. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, so Granville would assign Zeron to Zister. Dougal can create in the spark for Fiona. All are subject to Patch's oversight. They they must rent the time in the spark's workshop. Uh, Zeron serves Zister, must spend some time at the spark. Um, there's a masterwork clock that Zister's going to make, and uh, Zister also wants to get Talus re-recognized. Right, yes, list. so one, one of the, the last sort of, like, uh, condition was that Zister wanted us to find a way to get Talus reintegrated into Changeling society, which is going to be a, a not easy, like, at large, because he used to be Dantain. And then Sophia and Zeron asked Talus to officiate their wedding. Yep, and you also told Incisor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Patches and Claude commiserated about yeah, being yeah. unseelie knights. And uh, Patches agreed to be there on second at his wedding. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Right, so if he gets second challenged. Second talk of the night, right? No, sorry. Hey. 
Hey. Uh, yeah. If he gets challenged, she'll put a bullet which, between there. Which I'm really like interested in, and I'm not trying to get us off topic. I'm just really curious if Zeron thinks someone's going to be like, stop this wedding. <laughs> I demand satisfaction. Stop this. Boom. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for that interruption, folks. Continue, Talos. They both have a pretty good collection of people. It would be very sad to see them off the mark. Look at that. You've made us the happiest twerkle in the world. Fukujutsu. Oh, should we all do the thing? Nope. <laughs> in what universe is the thing dabbing? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> wow, John! Wow, that was so that good. That was full. That was like that was that was max dab. I like <laughs> twinkle for what it's worth. Can we write that down somewhere? Carve it in stone. <laughs> oh, we're out of control. Is that the twinkle and the duke? It's the twinkle. No. No. Get it together. Oh, like it. Party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like break your nose, do you dab so Yeah, I heard, I heard a crunch. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, wow! cheered because uh, Pook is made of awesome. Glee, yeah. Cheers for Pooks. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I'll, I'll take some Pook cheers. I'm going to hurt my neck with that aggressive dabbing. I have legitimately hurt my neck head banging. I mean, that's awesome. awesome. Did your Back head just fall hair. off your body? Jenny's head fell off. Did it? Did it? <laughs> <laughs> so from the actor's nightmare. Duke. <laughs> yes. yes. It's... Aragorn, no. Oh. As does Kate. As does. Oh, well, I think everybody here knows. But that's that, that horror story. That's great. Horror Very story. Good. Yes, it did. Yeah. Sorry, I read it in a chill. You seem very excited. Yeah. I'm pleased about this. Do you know why I'm pleased about this? Because it's a very special day. It's a very special day. I'm gonna update the date on the on the stream right now. It is oh, Trey Dog's hosting. Thank you, Trey Dog. Uh, that's not what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. It's Beltane. Yay! Second May. Or at least it, it's probably going to be Beltane soon enough. Anyway. Um, <gasps> hey, Krister! Oh, thank you! That was kind of you! Paula Renouf! Thank you for gifting a sub to Paula yeah. Renouf! Thank you, Krister! Uh, I am too old for headbanging because the last time I headbanged, I fucked my neck up hard. I basically gave my, myself whiplash. Um. <clears throat> so you know it's working. Alright, so should we actually, you know... I think so! Let's yeah. do that, Jesus. I am the strangest candidate for liking drinking games. Because I don't drink. Uh, I don't drink alcohol. I actually have no, uh, I have no moral objections to it. I have uh, little in the way of physical objections to it. It's mostly just, A, I don't like the taste of alcohol. I find it incredibly bitter. Uh, I find most bitter foods are too much for me to handle, which is also why I don't like broccoli. Uh, but I also, you know, it's just it's just not my thing. 
but I really enjoy being around people who do drink. And I really enjoy the concept of drinking games. The idea that as you are playing, you have to commit uh, some kind of forfeit if you lose or if the game commands you to. And it makes it kind of awkward because, of course, there are some people who genuinely don't want to play drinking games with somebody who is not really suffering that much of a forfeit. Uh, I have tried to find facsimiles, including eating saltine crackers without the benefit of water. Uh, this is a thing that has been done. Um, but I really do enjoy them. And there is only one time that I can remember that I didn't. And it was a game of Never Have I Ever, or I Never, as I call it, but no one else seems to know it by that name. And I won't embarrass the participants by telling the story of when that happened here, but I will say that the concept of a bunch of people getting around and attempting to play a game which they all know is just a little bit transgressive and in the end is meant just for fun. That's something I can really get behind. When it's a game where somebody is just trying to brag in front of everybody else about things that aren't that impressive, less so. But hey, isn't that kind of what role-playing is about? When you talk to other people about your game and you're like, no, but seriously, this happened. You're bragging about what your character did that was so cool and nobody cares because they weren't there because it wasn't personal to them that's kind of what we try to do here we want to make games personal for everybody the audience the players me if i'm lucky but never have i ever played a single session i regret with these three see now if the three of you then just started like slamming drinks Jugging, yeah. that would be like oh fuck <laughs> uh, we have cards the cards are designed for our safety you do not have cards but you do have options we'll get to them later these cards are to make sure that we can play to the edge we can uh, border on those things that we want to push boundaries on but we can make sure that we have these as a safety net to make sure we don't go too far and we keep the game fun for everybody the green card means that the player or GM uh, is feeling very good about what's happening. They enthusiastically wish to continue, even if outwardly they appear like they're not, whether that's because they're role-playing or whatever. So the green card means, go for it. I want to keep pushing. Yellow means, I'm okay right now, but I'm approaching my limit, and I do not wish to go further than this, and you should know that if we continue along these lines for too long, I may become uncomfortable. So this is more of a warning. I'm okay for now. Red means I am no longer okay. We need to stop. We need to either retcon what just happened immediately, change the subject, or all in all, check in to make sure that I'm okay. At no time am I required to justify my pulling of a red card, a yellow card, or even a green card, just that it's there. You do not have cards, but like I said, you have options. You can either whisper a mod, like Aragorn, or you can whisper me. I should say in full, uh, full disclosure, that Kate can see my screen, although she isn't looking at it, but it is possible that she'd see it. Uh, if you don't feel like you want to bring it up with me directly, you can totally bring it up with a mod, and uh, Aragorn will tell me um, anonymously, essentially, to uh, if there's an issue that you're having, or 
Above all else, you can leave the stream or chat. We don't want you to, but we do want you to take care of yourself. So please do so if that is important, which it is. So do it. Anything else? Thank you, Ervana, for the gift subs. Yes. There was there were gift subs, and I yeah. While we were yeah, doing sir. the safety speech, so you give your safety speech. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Big Or Ervana. Ervana. Well, Ervana. Ervana, I have done you wrong. Uh, someone throw some modes at Ervana. <laughs> okay, so. Let's get to it. The following is true. <laughs> uh, it's been about a month since this whole debacle went down. Uh, since the, uh, the annex opened, the novel annex. Um, and since the marriage to Countess Nila um, for Zeron quickly became an issue and then changed issue to a different kind of marriage between Zeron and Sophia. Uh, the marriage has not been officially announced yet, to my knowledge. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So uh, while the uh, parties are aware of it, it hasn't been announced on kind of like the larger political stage at this point. Uh, there has been a certain amount of political shift in the county of Cross's Shadow, in the Duchy of Many Rivers, uh, in that Granville clearly had this plan that he was going to execute, and then the plan was abruptly shifted. Um, and that has caused a little bit of questioning around the political stability in the county itself. And there are rumors that it's possible that Granville may in state, or someone else may in state, account for the island itself in order to make sure that he can focus more on acting as the duke for the entire duchy and less on the admittedly high visibility goings on in Cross's Shadow. There's a few notable Fae living there, not the least of which are the three of you. Claude's uh, demeanor has improved over the past month. Uh, he's been feeling a little better. He's still grumpy. <laughs> you know, he's still Claude. Uh, but uh, there's fewer nights where you find him behind his bar uh, having drunk himself into a stupor or uh, just seeing him be morose. Uh, instead, he is now taking great pride in trying to plan um, various different uh, menus, not the least of which is for Beltane, but also for what could end up being either a bachelor-bachelorette party or the wedding itself, seeing if the wedding is going to be taking place in the spark. Uh, anything else that I should point out specifically for you? Zister hasn't decided on your titles yet. Uh, he is not anxious to do so until um, the wedding is taking place, but uh, there's already been kind of a chilly moment where uh, Zeron is still technically a resident of Heart's Light until this wedding goes forward, and he's been getting some like, hey, congratulations from people in that room. 
Any other questions? Beltane is the festival that normally um, is a is kind of like a historical uh, one where the Sealy used to come into power during one half of the year, and Beltane would mark that day. Uh, it is a day to celebrate the Sealy court, if Sewain is the day to celebrate the Unsealy court. Uh, it's also to celebrate such things as rebirth and renewal, because it is the arrival of spring um, in Concordia. And uh, it can also act to a certain degree as an expression of, of love, of affection, and fertility for some. Um, so as a festival, it's, it's one of the more important ones on the Changeling calendar. I'd argue it's the most alongside Sewain. Um, and today is the day. What kind of preparations have you been making for it? Uh, there... The huts have been upgraded. Um, they now have solar panels, um, and so the interiors now have uh, dimmable lighting, um, uh, fan and or heating systems, because me in Montreal, flip a coin. Is it going to be nice? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be wet? Nah. So. There was snow in Montreal after Beltane this year. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, climate control, custom lighting, um, Patches spend most of the month uh, between the workshop and the gardens. So, yeah. Uh, Sophia has set up her little um, place where, as a new guest arrives, they are asked to plant something. Um, that's a yearly tradition. She's also put out many uh, art supplies. There's paints, there's, um, there's clay, there's pottery wheels. Um, and uh, then she's been creating a, a, a hedge maze, oh, a nice, yeah. a nice high-walled uh, hedge maze in the garden. Is it a labyrinth or a maze? It is a. So wow. a maze is there are dead ends and you have to try to find your way to a goal. A labyrinth is just twisty and turny, but it only has one path that eventually gets you to the. No, end. it's a maze. Okay. Nice. So you can get lost. Yes, for sure. Together. But because I crafted it, like if anyone's really lost, I can just remove the walls. Or just like appear out of the hedge. Like <laughs> a demon or something. Can you, uh, can you roll me your intelligence enigmas for your maze, please? Sure. Nice. See how complex it is? Well, I mean, like there's only so complex that a maze can get in that particular area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious as to whether there's any additional Oh, well, it's not that great a maze, um, <laughs> apparently, because I rolled four ones. So that's going to be no successes. What happened? For a shitty little maze, but it wasn't a botch. It's, a it's just, a, it's just a, a hedge, and you just peek around it. No, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a maze, but it doesn't have, like, any extra, like, puzzles or... No, no. Yeah. Like, I can huck a Rubik's cube in there if you <laughs> yeah, like. But put a few Sudoku at the end. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it's because I didn't do the die roll. Yeah, it's for children. It's great. It's perfect. That's because you didn't do your die roll. I didn't do the superstition. Uh, Brom has has been helping with preparations in whatever way he can. He is not uh, the mastermind of said decorations or, or anything. So 
but he is pretty hyped for the maze. <laughs> and the arms. I right. made sure the maze was at least tall enough that Brom couldn't just see over it. <laughs> but if I stand on my tippy toes. <laughs> Fine. Do you have particular outfits arranged for yourselves here? I mean, it's so little you get to play fashion. Yeah, it's funny, I've chosen, I've chosen a wedding dress, but I haven't chosen my Beltane outfit. That's nice. How is that funny? <laughs> because I went the wrong order. A wedding's like a three-time-a-life kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's what a dude! Really rude. Um, uh, so rude. <laughs> what? Just give me a second. Thank you. Uh, uh, like, give me a second, I'll find something. Yeah. A wedding is... Yeah, I know, right? Um... Brahm is doing something um, a bit more traditional this year, like, i.e. not just sort of, uh, well, not just like his contemporary kind of like blue collar um, look. He's sort of, he's he's adding trimmings to his Widian tunic. So his tunic is what he's sort of mainly wearing, um, but he's added sort of like uh, sewn flowers into the, which I know sounds a bit silly maybe, but like he's tried to sort of springify his tunic a little bit. Roll me your charisma crafts. Thank you, I will. I don't think it's gonna go well, but I will. Diff? Six. One success. There may be some who will consider your outfit a bit dorky, but it mostly works. Oh, I missed it. You're wearing suspenders, aren't you? I'm wearing my Gwydian tunic, but I've like sewed flowers into it. With suspenders on top. Sure, Liz, with suspenders on top. No, of course, it's a tunic. Found one. Wow. Uh, Bingo. (laughs) So? Uh, Patches has got uh, all like Thin uh, seersucker cotton, not seersucker cotton, but thin, thin cotton. Uh, red pants too, like pants and high waisted pants with like a, a bow bow belt uh, with with blazer. Um, but it's like a, a long sort of wispy blazer, and then a mm-hmm. uh, black bustier underneath. We're already at yeah. seven squares on the bingo. I think that's just a. I think that's that a, must be old. It's a holdover. There we go. Yeah. There we go. That's, uh, <laughs> that sounds really awesome. <laughs> I was like, That's damn. You get shit done. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, Web page not available. Is that a broken <gasps> link? Rip. Wow. That's a... Oh, wow. That is a oh, dress made of flowers. literally flowers. Nice. No, you oh, know what? Never. I, I think it's a cocker of a quote, too. <laughs> it's a cocker of a quote. Yeah, she's like she's like wearing a wearing a garden. <laughs> I hope that nobody's allergic to your dress. <laughs> well, well, seriously, it might be difficult for them in the garden generally. Then, yeah. Yeah. Then I'll just have to take it off. Yes. Elizabeth Neal. More naked rooms. <laughs> she's here all night. Oh my God, she's gone. Did you make sure to bring protection? What, you mean like the pill? Yeah. And then you pull out like Benadryl? 
<laughs> Yay! Patch's outfit. Ooh, I can't wait. Oh, so cool! But like wispier? Yeah, like a thinner, slightly wispier material. But nice. yeah. Nice. I don't think E is protection, Kung Fu Force. <laughs> protection from boring! No, that's the Beltane over at Heart's Light. Mountains of cocaine, backs of E. Feeling a bit apathetic. <laughs> Try this! Uh, like, oh my god. So in the very beginning of the morning, nobody has arrived yet. Um, but there is a uh, a hearty breakfast set out for those who have things to do in the morning. Um, and one thing that you see is Talus uh, has been has been like running back and forth between the garden and his own offices, trying to set out like little centerpieces on all of the tables that he's done. Talus is, um, he is only wearing uh, a uh, a traditional, and it's going to sound like ew, but he's wearing a loincloth. Um, okay. But like, this is somewhat traditional for satyrs, right? The, the bare chested, but like, and not necessarily straight up pants. Uh, it's covering everything that needs to be covered and covering it well. But uh, he... Uh, in running back and forth, he's developed a little bit of a glisten. Um, as he... Uh, but yeah, he so he's running out and he's just got tiny little flower uh, centerpieces that are floating in water um, with um, beads around them uh, that he's been placing on all the various tables. Uh, Zister has not made himself known yet, so either he's still asleep or he's hiding from the uh, preparations. Uh, Incisor is standing at the door, and she's wearing uh, she's wearing everything that she's normally wearing, except that she has a dandelion wreath nice. yes. around her head. So she still has her leather jacket with tits written across the back of it, <laughs> but a dandelion wreath up around her her brow. Her boss. Did Zeron stay at the Spark last night, or was he at Heart's Light? Is he arriving later? Zeron is arriving later. He is required to spend at least a little bit of time at uh, Heart's Light uh, before he's allowed to... Because he still technically belongs to them. So he has to make an appearance there, but he's planning on spending most of his time with Spark, but he'll only be arriving a little later. Cool. Uh, Patches is up early. We'll start with a coffee in the exhaust. Everyone else is sleeping in. Lynn will well, I mean, probably be I'm outside, coming back and forth stuff up. I'm going to join everybody in the exhaust as well. Me as well. I'm wearing a uh, just a, 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 a floral dress. It's not my flower dress. This is just a floral pattern. This is very nice, Lady Sophia. Thank you. This is not what I'm wearing to the event. What do you mean? This is my setting up outfit. It's not my... Oh, I see. 
Perhaps I should have more outfits. There seems to be a, a need for more than one. Can I please take you shopping? I'm begging you. I mean, if we must, but I have to shop at we very must. specific stores. <laughs> due to my height, you see. Long, tall Sally? I'm not familiar with <laughs> Sally, but perhaps if uh, she makes the kind of clothing that I tend to prefer, then yes, we may visit this tailor at any time. Who is Sally? Do you know her personally? I don't. I see. <laughs> You've heard of her then. <laughs> <laughs> Sally is out in the garden now, and you see that she's uh, driving a maypole into the ground. things to prepare before everyone arrives? Is that to, who was that to? You, you folks, friends? Yeah. Us more generally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything looks amazing. Uh, I, of course, am willing to run out and pick up anything that we might need. And Sizer, if you uh, require a, a break at all, I'm happy to. Uh, Do I look like I need a break? No, I, I didn't say Maybe that. Maybe you'd like meant... to enjoy the celebrations from not the door. What makes you think that I'm going to be able to... I'm, I'm not just standing next to the door the whole time unless you've invited people who i got to be worried about. Good. I don't believe there's any invitees that should cause any trouble. I did invite Duke Granville. Great. And you believe he's going to cause trouble. Well, the last time we saw him, he was not very happy. Well, he, he can pay for new doors if he wants to start a habit. I'm not exactly sure that if you invite a pissed duke that I'm able to beat him up as a result. So That's the sort I... of thing that gets you into trouble. Yeah. Well, we're already in trouble with him. Are we? Well, he that. you are not. We're on, like, peacocks a little bit <laughs> in the corner. Like, hmm, I'm not in trouble. It's Braum's time to shine because he didn't <laughs> fuck up. Hi, Braum, are you okay? Neutral. <laughs> uh, is there an itinerary for the evening? I'm sorry. Uh, Ding. Oh. Oh. They all look at the elevator. <laughs> the elevator doors open up and striding out into the uh, the light of the exhaust is a very done up like we're talking like a um, a, a fitted suit um, with like a little hat with a little card tucked in the brim that says press um, and uh, shining shoes and it's a um, it's a tabby cat puka who has come in um, her nose twitching slightly and she's holding a notebook with a long pen um, 
and you know, just sort of glancing around every once in a while. And like, there's this strange sort of thing where even though there's basically just the three of you sitting in the exhaust, she's still distinctly like looking in places where there aren't people. And then every once in a while looking at one person and then looking around, like, you know, as if none of you necessarily deserve her attention. Welcome to the spark. And then she beetles up to you and she flips her notebook out so that you can feel the wind like yeah. back of her hair. Can I have your name for the record, please? Patches. Yes, of course, Patches. Um, and that would mean that you are Brom and she's looking directly at Sophia. No, I'm sorry. I am uh, Sir Brom Madsen, uh, Gwydion. I, there may have just been a slight misunderstanding. Oh. Name patches at Dougal, sorry. If we want to get formal about all of this. Oh, um, accuracy is the hallmark of any good journalist. Um, and so you are, and she looks at Sophia and with this sort of like... Baroness Sophia Ap Liam. Ap Liam. And who might we have the honor of entertaining today? A journalist. And your name? Is, is, is that important? I don't like to become part of my own stories. <laughs> You're not well, part of your own story. You're simply part of an introduction, having entered our freehold. Oh. She makes good sense. <laughs> Starts writing down, and then you can see that she's, like, sketching like a rough outline of your face in, in her notebook. I was aware we were uh, receiving press attention. It's about time, isn't it? After all, the movers and shakers, the pushers, the Quakers. Uh, who do you write for? I work for a very prestigious uh, newspaper that is sent across all manner of freeholds in Concordia. Uh, we're, we're very much... Uh, a, a nighttime newspaper. Our press time is is generally at around eleven o'clock, uh, and we we like to focus on those who like to trip in and out of the dreaming. Um, the name of the paper is Nocturnal Emissions. Um. Hmm. Uh. Right. Um. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, I I, um, I don't think I've had the pleasure of. Uh... Of a nocturnal. <laughs> well, I definitely have had those pleasures. Thank you very much. Oh. Um, no, I've uh, of hearing of your 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 journal before. No. Well, we don't have a lot of circulation here. Uh, we're not certain that there's enough of an English language contingent in order to distribute. We don't have translators on staff. I understand. The Anglophone population here in Cross's Shadow is uh, quite active, and Small, even amongst the Cathane, make up a large percentage of the population here. Mm. I have to ask, um, how does the Spark and us, how do we figure into the story that you're writing? 
I'm afraid that I'll be asking the questions today. If that's all right with you. Actually, we are entitled to know what type of story you're writing before we give you quotes about it. All right, that makes sense. Uh, shall we all sit down? Yeah, I also... I Sophia also... quickly checks the time to see if she still has four hours to prep for the party. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yes, let's. <laughs> so she <laughs> sits down, and then she goes, and then reaches behind, and then just, like, holds her tail so that she isn't sitting on it. Um, and it starts to wrap around the bar stool. Um, and... She taps her foot a little bit on the bar of the bar stool and looks around. So? So? I have heard that there's been some political instability here in the county of Cross's Shadow. I think your information might be a year or two out of date. Are you Polit questioning my sources? Political instability. Sir Brom Mazden, Ap Gwydion. Look at Brom. Yeah, no, sorry, that's that's still me. Um, but I can understand the misunderstanding. Um, so you chose Beltane as the time to investigate political instability. Oh, I knew that there would be a lot of people here. Beltane is a celebration here at the Spark. Uh, this isn't a hit piece, if that's what you were wondering. Our guests, Can I, you do understand. Gwydion sense? Sorry, yeah, I'm just going to, that statement specifically. Ah. This isn't a hit piece. <laughs> if I may, sorry to interrupt. Gwydion. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, the difficulty is six. Okay. Here, and then she reaches down and plucks um, from in her, like, you know, like she's wearing like that kind of suit that I said before. She plucks from the um, inside pocket a business card and places it on the table and just slides it over. Uh, one success. You do not believe she is telling a lie. Okay. Uh, let me let me say that without being confusing. Yeah. She's telling the truth okay. in that statement, although she is Puka. Yeah. But sure. uh, it, it's, it seems like she's not trying to deceive you in that particular instance. She is not trying to write a hit piece. For those of you who may not be aware of that uh, colloquialism, a hit piece is basically a piece of journalism designed to just slam somebody uh, to hurt them. Uh, either they're standing in the community or whatnot. Mm. Uh, name on the card? Chrysanthemum. Ooh. Uh, it lists her as a senior reporter for Nocturnal Emissions. Special Cases Division. Could mean anything. I love that. <sighs> well, uh, I certainly am happy to provide you with the information that I have. Um, although, of course, it's a relatively complex situation, as politics often are. Rom, I don't know if we're really equipped to comment on the political situation. 
the spark is quite um, its own island here in many ways. Yes, it. I've heard that, and that's fascinating to me. I seem to be surrounded by three people who are part of the nobility structure. Yes. Doesn't it seem odd to you? I don't see why. In a commoner freehold, perhaps. Is what you are implying? And that's why we have... I have it on good authority that the vast majority of permanent residents here at the Spark are, in fact, nobles of various Seely houses. That is accurate. Seems strange to me that an unseely commoner muse has quite so many highfalutin folks, if you'll pardon the term. Well, the Red Branch seems to have set its roots here many years ago. And, um... The Red Branch. And then she flips, 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 flips. Oh, yes. Yes, the Red Branch. Uh, I, I don't believe that they exist any longer. No. I thought they all died in a fire. Uh, not quite. No. I'm afraid that your sources seem uh, inconsistent. Oh. And so she takes the notebook, closes it, and then tears it in half and puts one in each pocket. Well, <laughs> that's great. Then she reaches into a different pocket, pulls out a different notebook, flips it open. This one seems brand new. <laughs> Sorry, your name for the record? Chrysanthemum. No, I'm afraid that's not your name. Oh, are you sure? Yes, I am quite sure. Okay. But you're trying, and that's... That's good. And she sort of gives you a slight, like, camp... Uh, uh, wow. Dame Patches. Mm-hmm. Abdul. And then she goes around the table again, making sure that she gets everybody's titles. Uh, Steward of the Spark. Oh. Defender of Northern Ice. Oh. Oh. I did actually wonder whether I could sit down with you, Brom. Sorry, Sir Brom. Sorry. looking at Sir Brom Ap Gwydion? Yes, she is looking at the appropriate okay. Brom this time. Yeah. I have I... it here that you were once quite a big deal, and then now you are perhaps even bigger a deal. We have managed to accomplish, as of Motley, quite, quite a number of feats. Don has smiled on us. I would yes. Say. I've heard that you've traveled into the Far Dreaming. You were responsible for choosing the successor to the High Throne of Concordia. Uh, you are also responsible for the, most recently, the, uh, the dissolution of the reformed Broken Flight. Uh, says here that you have battled with Dantain in the past, uh, that you have various different affiliations to various different why do you do so much? Well, why don't you? Well, I do. I'm a reporter at large. Hmm. Exactly. We all have our. I'm texting sister that there's a reporter in the um, exhaust. Okay. Lady Sophia, is this the outfit that you plan on wearing for today's festivities? <laughs> no. Oh, 
our fashion blog could really use some punching up. Um, are you available later for a photo shoot? I am not. I'm hosting Beltane. Thank you. Uh, it does not have to be today. Oh, uh, unless of course, day, certainly. Unless, of course, you, you would feel that it would be inconsiderate to wear the same dress twice. As long as it was clearly stated in the article that this was the outfit that I wore for Beltane and no other time, I think it would be fine. And no other time. All right, I'm going to get back to preparing for the events. I'll be in the garden if you need me. Thank you so much for your time. And then she gets up to like shake your hand, except when she gets up, her tail drags the bar stool along with her. So it's kind of attached to her butt and she thrusts out a hand. Sir Brom, tell me everything about your marriage to another Gwydian knight. How is that? You've never married into a Gwydian house before. Why don't we... I am of House Gwydion. What, what do you mean married into? I have a feeling this might... Would you like to come and find somewhere to sit with me? Perhaps? Oh, uh, you have a chair. Good. Uh, I, perhaps yes, we can sit wherever you like. Oh, good. Uh, I have an office just down this hall. Perhaps you could offer our guests some refreshments, Ron. Thank you so much. Um, I have to go get ready. Mm-hmm. As you're getting ready, are you planning on bringing any enchanted mortals to the festival? Today? Hmm. Well, it is our guests' prerogative to do so if they wish, but we did not have any on our list specifically. None. Oh. Have one guest that you find of interest, but it depends on whether or not she is able to attend. But uh, I can tell you more about. Oh, her. there were rumors that the High Queen attended your wedding. Oh, I don't want to address rumors, <laughs> but off the record, it was quite a party. And then Brom gets really distant as he remembers the like, you know, the tragedy of the following week. Sweet, like, does he zone out? Like, does and you he remember your engagement party too, Brom, Briefly, right? yes. Like, you remember just all the terrible things that happened. Engagement party. Isn't the engagement? He beats beats No, what, the engagement party when Claire showed up. Oh, and sure, when sure. Yeah, and Lauren awful. were kidnapped by a vampire. Do you remember that, or? Yeah, or is I that do. Just, does, does that ring any bells? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> yes, uh, amnesia. I, I have to go lie down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness. Bring me more pictures of the spider book. You must understand, I have a nose for news. And there's going to be big news here. I can sense it. Hmm. Okay, all right, Aragorn, I see, I see, I see. You're right, Brom. I'm so sorry, but you're uninvited. That's fair. <laughs> I've been uninvited to many things in my lifetime. I, I don't believe we've yet been formally introduced. Brom hasn't seen the card, so I'm just gonna stick out my hand. Oh, and she reaches out and she places the card very deliberately into Brom's outstretched hand. Thank, thank you. It still says the same stuff. She doesn't have like a different card for each name. <laughs> that would be symbolic. Well, um, uh, Miss 
present them. Perhaps we can uh, find somewhere a bit quieter and out of the way. Can I offer you a, a drink at this hour? A cup of coffee? Perhaps? You could offer me some answers to these sizzling questions for our get-to-know-you call. I will do my best to answer as truthfully and as uh, with as much drama as possible. I assume so, that you would like dramatic answers. Who is your type? <laughs> not sure I appreciate the tone of that question, if I'm being honest. Uh, okay, um, who is your type? Hmm, thank you. That's uh, not quite what I meant, but um, I will endeavor to answer the question to the best of my ability. Um, I do not have a type. I... <laughs> Sorry. You've been married three times. Correct. And I assume that these have all been happy marriages? That's a, um, that's a difficult question. We ask hard-hitting questions here at Nocturnal Emissions. I would Emissions. prefer not to answer, Miss Chrysanthemum. You have no right. comment, then, at this time. I'd rather you actually strike that question entirely. Please. And she does like a straight. Okay. <clears throat> but you wanted to know more about this place, the County of Cross's Shadow, more about me, about the actions of our motley. I am happy to enlighten you and weave a tale. Can I get down to brass tacks with you? Uh, if you must. I don't know why I'm here. I'm sorry? I don't know why I'm here, other than the fact that I know that there's going to be some news happening here soon. Our Suse department was very, very firm on that fact. I never thought of a journalistic, a journalistic institution employing Suse, but that actually makes a lot of sense. It's very wise. Well, you know what they say at nocturnal emissions. We make sure that everything comes out okay. I don't know why everyone got quiet. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what news you're expecting today, but neither are you, it sounds like. We can keep our eyes out together. Do you think um, I could stay? I don't really have anywhere to go for Beltane, and, and I, I was really hoping to find some news. I would have to ask those in charge. If Are it were you up to not me in alone. charge? After all, you're quite large. Just ignoring that statement. Um, if if it were, <laughs> there are other. Um, I enjoy the celebrations that we have here at the Spark, but they are not all of my doing, if that makes sense. Oh, you're not in charge of party planning. Uh, correct, yes. Why not? Um, some would tell you that I lack the uh, necessary um, style, I think. I think you're quite stylish. I love Thank the you. flowers. Thank you. Thank you, Ice. 
one myself, actually. But if it were up to me... Are you responsible for creation of outfits, then? Uh, no. No, that is also not... Are you responsible for the magnificent number that Lady Kyoko was wearing at the opening of the novel Annex? Oh, were you there? No. Oh, I did not see you. That's, uh, how, how, how did you um, receive word of her outfit? Because people talk. Sure. Well, let me tell you then, if I may, uh, that I'm sure talk would hardly do it justice. Do you think that she would be down for a different photo shoot? Perhaps the same photo shoot. We could put Sophia in Kyoko's outfit. You would have to ask the Lady Kyoko. She might actually be up for that, but I, if I'm being honest with you, I can never... Really Sophia tell. in Gwydion Green. I don't think she would like that headline, but that's not my prerogative. My apologies. I'll stick to what I know. What do you know, Brom? Next question. <laughs> like that struck from the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do no I know? Comment. Uh, Sophia... Uh, I putter along upstairs and I start to get ready. When you arrive upstairs, sitting on the outside of your door is a pot with a with wrapping paper around it. I'm gonna open it. It's a cactus. <laughs> right. Uh, it is a cactus. It has a single flower that is blooming on it, and has a little card shoved into the earth. Uh, I, I remove the card and look at it. And the card simply says, congratulations, and then underneath it says, incisor. <laughs> it's a cactus. It's under a little text, I love it. Smiley face. And I go inside. Mab um, is standing on your uh, living room coffee table, and she has the drum kit that she was gifted oh boy. by Mila, and it's sitting there. She isn't playing it currently, uh, but she is furiously stepping along a piece of paper. She has somehow found uh, ink that she has pressed her paws into, and she is pressing them along a staff on the pages she's composing. Okay, when she gets like this, it's really best not to make any sounds. Um, so I uh, <laughs> I creep to the bathroom to start doing my hair in there. And then every once in a while you hear like little tiny harp chords and then like, no, that's not the right one. So another one plays. And then no, that's not the right one. And then another one plays. And then you hear a Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh god. That's so great. What a duo. <laughs> you too. Roommates. Great pairing. Uh anybody else have anything that they specifically need to get through before the festivals begin? Um it would now be a good time to go over the invite list and see who accepted or declined. Sure. Or, or we're just going to get like this wonderful grab bag of people. Yeah, I'm fine with the grab bag too, whatever's easiest. Grab bag. 
at least let us know who you invited specifically. Okay, perfect. So the the, the Sparkies goes without saying. Uh, uh, <laughs> you you leave out like Sally, like you just hope she doesn't show up. <laughs> Is it rude What's going to do on that? out here? Uh, Sir Zeron. Um, He's a Sparky. Kaylee. Marnie. Pazabakeniet. Duke Granville. Lady Helena. Countess Ware. Count Spencer. Uh, I know we have other friends. Oh, Cog. And everybody's allowed to bring, like, plus ones or plus a few. Plus a few? It's what the loose. hell kind of thing are we playing it fast and loose. Oh my god, Sophia. What? Bring your friends. Bring your friends, friends. I mean, that was on Sophia's list, but, like, anyone was allowed to invite who they wanted, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I also very much invited the same group of people, more, well, not overlapping, but, like, um, additionally. I know oh, Sophia asked you, but Ramsey I also. Ramsey and Lal as well. I forgot Ramsey and Lal. I don't think they're allowed to be together still. And yet she does it because she can't stand being impolite. Love it. <laughs> That's going to be great. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I got it. Um, I also made sure that my sons were invited. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so there's that. Uh, and um, the other members of the Golden Braid that wouldn't have been invited by Lady Sophia. So Lord what? McAllister, Fala, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you invite your ex-wife? Which one? No, I'm just kidding. Nice. Uh, and also, no. <laughs> Look, guys, it's Kay. Oh my God. Ugh. Patches, did you did you invite Hello. anyone else? Nope. Did you like, invite did Lauren? Porig. Well, I mean, Porig's welcome, but I guess I wouldn't specifically. Uh, she didn't send any invites. Cool. I just want you to imagine Porig in that motel room, waiting for the invite, and it doesn't come. And then the single bare bulb in the living room just burns out, <laughs> and he's sitting there in darkness. Well, I guess he's been lost to banality, because... Oof. Oh yeah, we can invite Hergo as well. Why would we? How would we even? How would you even address? You a just day? call it into the wind. No. Hergo. Hergo. Beltane at our place. Beltane at our place. All right. Well, we'll see if Hergo shows up. Okay, we're inviting, <laughs> oh we're inviting God, Jasper. Jasper. We have to invite Borf. Like, absolutely not. We're not Chad. inviting all. Chad. Do you invite Chet? No. Chet's no, no I draw the line right there. <laughs> all right, dudes. What's going on? Looks like a party out here. Got some trees. Like some. What are these huts? It's a perfect opportunity to show off your gooch. Dude, nobody wants to see my gooch anymore. Got infected. Oh, gross. <laughs> Here, let me fix that for you. <gasps> oh, dude, this crazy woman just cut off my gooch. <laughs> the old hate. Oh, wow. Oh. Had to take the piercing out. It's all right, though. I kept it in this little pill bottle. Cling, cling, cling. <laughs> that doesn't. Anyway, I'm not actually here. I'm, like, in Halifax. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, Cog, Cog doesn't, er, doesn't show, uh, 
Pog has chosen May 1st to tell his parents that he has a girlfriend who lives in the United States. Oh, God. <laughs> and he wants to go and visit her, and they're like, no. No, you can't. It's it's in the middle of a school. Uh, I mean, even if it's just for the weekend, we don't know this person. Did you meet her online? Uh, so he is currently negotiating with his family about things and cannot attend. Yeah, he needs to go back to space camp, obviously. Yeah. Hello, I am Astro Space Bomb. camp round two. This time Let's... it's... This time, fewer less, deaths. Yeah, murdery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This time, less dangerous. Fewer. Not, not, not none. But... Oh my god. Oh. Zeron arrives. Zeron is wearing. Uh, he's wearing white. So he's got. Uh, it's a very loose fitting, um, almost like the like a the sort of thing that you'd see somebody wearing while walking down a beach. Um, a, a deep V shirt with long drapey sleeves. Uh, his hair is completely uh, done up into uh, a braid, which is currently bouncing. On, the, on his back uh, and he is carrying a um, a box with seeds inside because he's going to plant some seeds good someone read the italics at the bottom when he arrives he's um, he instantly starts volunteering to help, but like there isn't much left to do, and yet he's still just like, "Are you sure I could? Perhaps I could bring some of the food out, or maybe I could assist in connecting the solar panels." To I mean, like it's all already set up, but um, I do think that uh, we might need a couple more chairs outside around the table. So. I can. I can handle chairs. Now he will feel like he is healthy. <laughs> well. Haven't you ever had that, though? Like that person yeah. who really wants to help and you're like, dude, just sit down. How much to do? Yeah. Uh, and then at the door, um, the doors open up and McAllister and Helena in from the uh, from the elevator looking around seeing if there's anybody I assume this is like still close to the beginning of festivities I don't know whether you're down to greet early arrivals Sophia yeah I think she would make a point of being ready to greet people in the exhaust and so this is what I have left the comforts of New York for no, it was with the trade-off. Been here before? That's nice. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Helena has visited the Spark in the past, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
We had like a golden braid meetup, but like I don't think everyone was able to attend. Anyway. Uh, she wants to go to like take their hands, clasp their hands in friendship. Um, she gets the hand clasp, and then she dips a little bit of a curtsy to just like it, it's like with a wink, right? I dip. I dip too. Are you so going to take the opportunity to relax? I'm sorry, could you repeat that, please? Are you going to take the opportunity to relax? Of course, once everybody's here and settled and having the time of their lives. Is that your responsibility? Absolutely. Speaking of, can I bring you anything? Um, outside, we have art supplies, and there are extra seeds to plant if you didn't bring your own. Um, or if you brought seedlings, there's a selection um, there as well to choose from. There's also a hedge maze, and there are refreshments outside, and there's music and a maypole. <sighs> I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever played with a maypole. Patches is definitely securing it. She does not trust Saley's construction. So Saley's construction skills is take the pole and drive it as far down as she possibly can into the ground. It seems relatively stable, but she didn't like pour concrete around it or anything. Oh, uh, Patches is still gonna shore it up just a little. That's quite generous of you to have us over here. Thank you very much. Oh, you've hosted us so many times. It was the least we could do. Home fires is so boring, though. At least around here, you got like a, a, an eclectic group of individuals. There's no eclectic individuals at home fires. Oh, bro. I yes. <laughs> Hello. Trying to pay a compliment <laughs> to your house, and you just decide to shed all over it. No, I was. And he smacks you, you on the back, and he's laughing, and he doesn't really care. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm getting ready to duel him, so. He's <laughs> drawn his sword. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I mean, oops. The Lady Kyoko's still asleep. Um, I should check on her. She does sometimes tend to... She usually arrives at precisely the right moment, but I will be back. It is good to no, see you. No, that's Fala who arrives at precisely the right moment. It's true, too. Yeah, oh, very good, very good, Sophia. Um... I will return in a moment, but if I may bend your ear at that time, that would be that would be wonderful. My ear is here to be bent. Good. Then I will return momentarily. And I like bow somewhat formally. He waves it off because like I'm in your house and it's You're contained. Like, like, <laughs> right. And like we're comrades in arms and we've spilled the same blood and the same mud and all that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, it is if you pay attention to 90s action movie, The Rock. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to leave them in the very capable hands of Sophia and go and find Kyoko. And I guess make sure Chrysanthemum's not, like, locked herself in any room or something. Uh, Chrysanthemum is still sitting in the exhaust. Uh, she has by now managed to uncurl her tail from around the bar stool. Uh, it is unfortunately now currently... Uh, thwacking the side of the bar um, in kind of like this rhythmic fashion. But she seems very pleasant, just writing things down. The only thing that she's asked for is uh, water with a little bit of lemon in it, which she has not touched. Sure. God damn it. She's just pushing 
<laughs> Slowly to the edge of the counter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yoko is um, Kyoko is awake, but she's um, currently getting into her uh, her dress for uh, Beltane. Uh, it's a simple summer dress, um, but she has um, a green belt with a bow and little golden bangles on her wrists. May I say you are looking beautiful in this attire today, Kyoko. I appreciate the fact that you asked for permission. But yes, you may say it. I think you look beautiful in this attire today, Kyoko. I certainly wouldn't look beautiful in it tomorrow. Grass stains. Uh, I wanted to let you know that our friends are here. We have friends. We do. I thought that when you got married, all of your friends basically disappeared from your life. I think that's not been the case in, in our situation. I find that most of our friends have stuck by us through thick and thin. And which ones didn't? <clears throat> the Lady Helena is here, as is Lord McAllister. There's also a um, reporter who is interested in perhaps doing a photo shoot with you based on your outfit from the Grand Best Inn. I really wasn't clear, to be honest. She um, she blushes photos. I, I, I don't know. Wouldn't Sophia be much more suited for that sort of thing? She also asked Sophia, but that it was... Let me ask I, you a question from... If yeah. there was a photo shoot, would you want to be the one on the page opposite Sophia? Um, perhaps if it was sort of a spread on the Motley Ignite, and it was sort of a triptych of the three of us, uh, or perhaps uh, the three of us. Right, the Motley you. of Ignite. And the rest. At least soon Zaron will be able to join me there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put you into the rest. It's simply hope you don't harbor any ill will to the fact that we formed a group. No. Why would I harbor any ill will? After all, you need to form a group to be able to enter into a castle. It seemed like an important declaration to make at the time. Wasn't it? Is it not still an important declaration? It is. Yoko, you should know that you are... <laughs> Yoko Ono never got invited to be part of the Beatles. Well, her style was very different from that of the Beatles. She I'm looks sure down. I don't think I, Patches I, would wear this dress. That's not what I... Sorry. You're, you're not the Yoko in this situation, is what I'm trying to say. I just want to put your mind at ease that there is no one there's no one more important to me than my friends and you and me it does not matter in which order I put those words I'm not your friend it, 
And she she laughs and smacks Brahm on the butt and then starts walking out of the door. I I just can't win some days. <laughs> Perhaps I should. Why would you want to win? Is it that important? No, no. I just one day I will be able to pick up pick up the end of your thought and then toss it back to you like a frisbee or. You already do, Rom. You already do. Helena, and then she (laughs) goes out and and starts greeting people. Um, Fala comes out of the elevator next. Oh, hey. Great. Is it really that appropriate that it just seems that you only invited the Golden Braid? The entirety of the Golden Braid. (laughs) There are other arrivals uh, due to arrive uh, any moment <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh, God. we have other guests scheduled <laughs> where is Patches I believe you can find her in the garden and she currently like, hammering a pole into the earth <laughs> so she you know she greets everybody there but then she heads out into the garden I wanted to make sure that you knew that I am quite pleased to hear of your new appointment. Thank you. Do you feel different at all? A touch more stress. My actions have greater ramifications now. Well, if there is a day for greater ramifications, it is today. Of putting it. Hmm. Glad you were able to make it. It felt right to be here. Broken flight was a horrible thing. It it was difficult for a time, but I believe that I have managed to create a certain amount of reconciliation. It has been what I've been working on just now. That sounds like very important work. Thank you for it. I feel it is important to understand that the Golden Braid isn't simply about fighting fires or firefighting. Golden Braids doings through what I've seen Brom and our other everyone else here at the Spark do. We're all here for one reason or another. The Golden Braid is what we want it to be. Perhaps that's what's important. We bring each of our own individuality to it. I wish for a tuna sandwich. The Golden Braid is very terrible at cooking. Have you seen what we have managed to produce? Close. <laughs> I think you have an excellent cook in your midst. I don't have that good of a relationship with Claude yet. I don't know if I could ask him to make me a tuna sandwich without it sounding like I was going to kill his family. 
Perhaps that's something you can begin to work upon today. I will do my best. Oh. What? Blocking. That's... It's a thumbs up from Brom. What about fucking what? Just like Sophia's that's how they can work on their relationship. Uh, mm, so, mm, mm. Altain, get yeah. in the maze. <laughs> get in. <laughs> I seal the exits. <laughs> There's a port key. It leads to Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sissa. Claude, touch it with me at the same time. Oh, fuck. No, don't do it. <laughs> uh, Hello. Sounds I like Klala. <laughs> I hope that uh, the day's entertainment is fun. Um, good to have you here. And uh, Claude's been better lately, so now would be a great time to try to build I that. visited Halea. Maybe not a subject that you should bring up with him? I wanted to keep eyes on her to make sure that she was obeying the straight and narrow and also to make sure that others were not overly prosecuting her. And? I believe she is finding her own meaning of happiness now. There is a new man in her life. Great. I'm sure Brom would be thrilled with this news. He was very fond of her. I've touched a nerve. Broken flight. I'm glad that you're keeping eyes on them working towards the resolution of all of that. Brom was uh, able to see the good in those who fell under them. And yet you did not. Hard to look past certain acts. Something I'm struggling with in general. That's not what we're here for today. We're here to do certain acts. Fala gets this really kind of like distant look in her eyes for a bit. Oh. And then she just wanders off into the hedge maze. Oh. Yes. I mean, it's Maze. is that cheating if you're an issue? Yeah, I was gonna say she's an issue, so she's just gonna be like, you know, cool, that was fun. Two seconds oh, later, great. that's why there's uh, no cash prize for so issue, the thing is, issue make it to their destination, but right. it's it's a little bit of a misnomer to say that issue arrive when they're supposed to. So they can show up late, but they show up. Yeah. So she could be in there forever. You don't know. But. uh yeah, uh, she didn't seem very um, settled. Hmm. I just assume maybe she has to talk to someone else, but um, I guess I can roll a person with it. Sure. Uh, Zeron finds a moment where he can pull Sophia away for a second. 
it's good because she wanted to talk to him too. Two successes? Yeah. Uh, Fala thinks that you were indirectly judging her. Oh. Because she, of course, was responsible for several acts that she did because she was being forced to that by someone else. my intention. Whoops. <laughs> but uh, foot and mouth disease. Uh, oh, I think I've been spending too much time with a certain motley mate. Rude. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> That's my foot, obviously. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, that was rude. Hmm. We're all rude behind each other's backs. Uh, when I figure that out, I'm gonna, I guess, water into the maze after her. <laughs> <laughs> this boats boats the maze. so well. Uh, it's not very good. Yeah. I've been looking forward to today for a while. Same. Um, did you have any indication from um, his grace if he was going to be making an appearance? Duke Granville will be making an appearance, but it may be brief. He doesn't wish to seem like he's ungrateful for the invitation. Right. Okay. Now that we're alone. So we just need to make sure that everything is um, perfect when he arrives. Maybe there's some way of getting a warning when he's downstairs. Is there, is there a problem? Um, I've been thinking a lot um, since the last time we saw him and I realized he just looks at us and he sees two silly little romantics who had to be saved by their much cleverer friends. If it was just up to me to fight for you, I'm not saying we wouldn't have triumphed, but it would have gone very differently. He doesn't think that I am worthy of Fiona or of you and I don't know what I plan to do but I need to change his mind I'm glad you brought it up I don't want to fight every battle. It's something that I'm trying these days. Uh, I believe that Brahm has called it restraint. <laughs> I did not wish to make Liam look weak by standing up and shouting him down. It has nothing to do with your actions. It's... It is the house that chose me, but I chose them too. I am, I am so proud to be a part of Liam. I just wish that others could see what I see. But then again, I've been wishing that for my entire life, so. To see that 
that those who surround us, the multitudes who create the dreams that we subsist on, that they are somehow important. Yes. This doesn't seem to me like it's so difficult to see. And that's why I love you. It's not... I don't understand what's so hard to get about it, but... Duke Cranville is hurting and he's lashing out like a cornered animal. If he heard me say that, I would probably be put in stocks. But I believe that he's lashing out at everyone right now, regardless of who they are. He's not lashing out at those who can help him. He lashes out at us because he doesn't think that we have anything to offer. He saw you as a pawn in a marriage to Dougal, and he sees me as the upstart who got in his way. He respects Patches, he respects Sister, he respects Brom, he doesn't respect us. We're just byproducts of this whole deal. I don't wish to be a byproduct. Me neither. Then something has to be done. Perhaps today is the day to start. I'd like that. Thank you. Were we intending to make this public today? The sooner we make it public, the sooner we have the ceremony, and the sooner you move out of Heart's Light and you move here. So, selfishly, I would like to make the announcement as soon as possible. In that case, perhaps there is a way for us to involve. I, I have absolutely no head for this. Me neither. I kind of assumed that our um, uh, actions over the past few years would somehow be enough. I've accumulated quite a lot of titles and a lot of respect for my house, and I guess I didn't realize that somebody that I thought respected me, in fact, did not. I perhaps, perhaps we should respect him? How? The way he spoke to you, I find it hard to ever respect him again. I'll certainly behave civilly to him, which is more than he did for us. Will you be proposing to me today? Am I supposed to? Uh, um, and he... I thought we just announced it. Perhaps you should ask for my hand from him. Oh. <laughs> but his... He would still only be saying yes because of the deal with the spark and the workshop. He wouldn't be saying yes for any other reason, and he would feel like he had to. The papers have been drawn up. It's not... You and I need to do something. He mentioned Chimera. He mentioned Chimera infringing on the lands. Why don't we go and take care of them somewhere. I don't know. 
I suggested it to him and he laughed it off. It pains me that I am so useless in this discussion. As you said, you you don't like politics. I understand that I can fight for what's right, and I earned that right given to me by David and, and Lenore. It is simpler that way. The complexities of life I prefer to paint. Did you see the painting supplies I set up outside? I did. I hope that the seeds I brought managed to... I was going to say something along the lines of grow to signify our relationship, but I don't want to take any sort of bad omen because the watermelon I planted didn't come out the way that I wanted it to. <laughs> I don't think I ever told you this, but um, when I was walking in your dream and I asked you to craft the perfect story of your life, you created acorns that grew and that's when I knew come on let's plant them together and he takes your hand um, and as he takes your hand and you go out um, the elevator dings again and opens up to reveal Kaylee and Beth McKinney. Oh! <gasps> and Beth McKinney looks around and he looks at the garden, looks there. We're at the right place, right? And it's clear that he's joking, but um, Kaylee uh, immediately is like, looks mortified, like, oh, we, we were not supposed to come here. Were we supposed to... It is quite all right. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm and then, okay. and then she sees Zeron. Oh, perfect. And Zeron looks back at her, and he gives this quite formal bow, which she nods. Our children do well. I'd like is to good. hug them. Wow. Uh, Pez is like just enthusiastic, like, yeah, hugs are great. Kaylee is like, oh yes, hugs. And then like holds her just a little too long kind of thing. And then lets go. And then looks at you and then tilts her head. And then she gets this moment of realization on her face. And goes, oh, 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 that makes me so happy. You're with him. It hasn't been announced yet, but we are engaged. Engaged in what? Engaged to be married. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I will need a dress. She's wearing her like jeans and black turtleneck like she always does. I hear that a dress is appropriate. 
You can wear whatever you want. But Truly. not white. No, not white. Well, if you did, I would have to make some last minute alterations. Rainbow girl! <laughs> nice. Thank you for caring for him. He's important to me. Brom! And she turns and she also gives Brom a hug and it also lasts a little too long. And then she lets go. And then Chrysanthemum is just like. Oh my god, yeah, she's still there. Well, this will be some hot goss for the rags. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The rags being the journals here, obviously. For the emissions? For the emissions, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> we brought something special. And Pazipakeniet um, brings forward this very ornately carved, uh, it almost looks like an urn. And then when he opens it, it's just earth inside with a tiny little green shoot. This is from our own cairn in the heart. It means so much that you brought it. Thank you. You want it to be planted here? If, if we could, yes. It's tiny. Um, it will grow. And I'll be honest with you, it, it's a bit mischievous. In, in what way is it mischievous? It likes to tell jokes. I, I'm sure it will fit right in. It's like a little seedling Brom. It's out in the garden. <laughs> uh, the place to plant them is outside. Yes, we were, um, and I take Zaron's hand again. We, we were heading out there ourselves. Um. And they start to head out, but then at that point, a, a selkie, uh, a tall selkie with um, side-swept bangs um, just pff, appears just right, oh. in the, right in the middle of, of the exhaust. Uh, it's Polly. Oh, you... uh, sorry. Countess Weyer's Wayfarer. Right. No? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. 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 Huh. Um. Does anyone else get the shivers? You know, right when that happens? Never mind. Uh, there's three more on their way. I just wanted to check to make sure that everything was all right first. And then he pulls out a phone and he taps a few buttons and then he puts it back away. Um. Anyway, hello, happy Beltane. <laughs> hello, welcome. The same to you. Will you be joining us today, Polly? Uh, I would hope so. I mean, I suppose I could wait by the car, but I am the car. Toby's <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Sophia. <laughs> yeah. You are more than welcome, of course. Beltane is a celebration for all. Well, uh, they'll be arriving in a moment. Um. 
If you do not recognize your children, Brom, it's because they have grown slightly. Should I be concerned about them not being recognizable? And he's already in the garden. Yeah. Hmm. For what it's worth, I do not usually tell jokes. I'm not sure what Lady Sophia was referring to. <laughs> Your whole life. Whoop! And Whoop. then... <laughs> three more forms appear in the exhaust itself. Uh, <gasps> Gus so, is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I picked out outfits for everybody, if that's okay. Oh. I suppose. Gus is dressed like a little Regency gentleman in white and gold with his hair kind of curled forward. And he's holding on to a small flower pot uh, that he has brought with him. And uh, he has sort of almost excessively fancy tails that kind of curve up unnaturally at the end of his coat. Um, but all the way down to like the polished shoes and everything. Aiden is dressed more like a cool kid would be comfortable with at his age, um, mostly in black, but the coat that he wears has some slashing in it with uh, metallic red and orange fabric that's visible. So they kind of look like a spark and an ember next to each other. And Ware is standing beside them. She kind of has this overcoat that looks like, mm, like Maleficent's overcoat but it looks more like a bunch of uh veils of yellows and reds and golds and oranges so it looks like flame is just climbing up her yes oh good is it started yet i don't think it started we wouldn't be here too early but we wouldn't be here too late either we wanted to come before the uh headphones everybody yes <laughs> perfect <laughs> All right. And then she pats them on the head. Father, I brought pot. Yes, uh, you, you did. You brought a, a pot with a plant, I imagine. W w um, and he looks this? down and he looks up. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Now, of, of course, it is. Uh, it has a meaning to it. Do you remember how we're studying how flowers have meanings? So uh, you have brought the Semper Augustus tulip to plant in their garden. It's the rarest tulip in the world, which is just like yourself, August. And uh, Aiden here, go ahead and, and show them your red cap dahlia, obviously. And Aiden uh, just sort of like tilts it and then like some of the <laughs> earth starts spilling out of the pot. So he like quickly writes it back up. And here I have a cardinal flower and a Spencer sweet pea on behalf of my freehold. I, I am truly overwhelmed by your generosity. Thank you so very much um, for these gifts. I, I of course will um, fetch uh, at some point the Lady Sophia and Dame Patches. They are both um, perhaps a bit better at expressing their gratitude than I, but thank you, thank you a thousand times. I'm ever so excited to talk to the dame. I saw that happen. It was quite exciting. Uh, I do need to speak to Sophia, and so I would really appreciate it if you would father your children shortly. <laughs> that I can do. Go on, boys. Where is she? Uh, out in the garden. Excellent. Uh, this way. Father, do you <laughs> yeah, think I, that I Lady Kyoko will be able to play Smash Brothers with us again? Kick her ass, just like I taught you. <laughs> I've been training ever so hard. Have you? Hmm. Well, 
we have some other things to attend to today, but uh, typically there are perhaps lulls in the evening. Perhaps we can uh, catch a round of the video game together at some point. I'm just imagining Kyoko like emerging from a hut, wiping sweat from her forehead and being like, all right, let's go. Is that, yeah, it's video games, yeah. That's video games. <laughs> I'm just tightening up the graphics on level three. It's okay, because with the Switch, they aren't connected, so you can do this. It's true, actually. Yeah. No, but that's my job. Like, it's my job. I wake up in the morning, and then I just skirt. Yeah, and they, they send you a paycheck. Every wow. damn two weeks. I would like to um, kind of crouch down so that I can... I don't have to crouch, I know, but, like, I, I'm going to kind of... I'm gonna hug my boys one at a time. Welcome them back. Tell them how happy I am to see them again. Hey, Dad. Aiden. We're still learning a whole lot. I didn't know that she could be so cool. And then Gus kind of is like, I could take offense, but I won't. <laughs> the best. Um, much like a lot of things in life, I think it really just depends on the person. There are also some cool trolls. I know you haven't met anyone as cool as me. But yeah, but she them. has tattoos. Does she? Oh, oh yeah, she's got so many. Huh. Dad, I, I think, I, I think if if I don't have another career, maybe I could, you know, make tattoos. And Gus says, "You're going to have a career. You're an excellent namer." Yes, I've been meaning to speak to you both about this. I I heard, and of course, the last time I saw you at Yule. Um, we spoke about the arts that you started with, and I just wanted to say how proud I am of both of you for, for taking to something so quickly. I, it took me a long time, personally, to, to really find what I was good at, what I was meant to do. I had preconceived notions of what I should be before I discovered what I was. Does that make any sense? Of course, Father. Before you were married to mother, and then you were blue and big, and you also um, you had other loves. Aiden is like Gus. God damn it! Yeah. <clears throat> uh, patches. Uh, so you find Fala at one point. She's. Uh, Sta she's standing in the maze at like a dead end and she's just kind of looking up and around and appreciating the vines. Fella, I wanted to apologize. I meant nothing directed towards you, um, but I realized that what I said was inconsiderate. Inconsiderate? Clearly... Um, when it comes to you, I've found ways to separate what you were made to do from who you seem to be 
separate from all of that. Would you sit with me for a moment? Sure. And she pulls one of the vines away from the hedge wall and uh, it instantly grows back. But now she's got a bit of vine in her mm -hmm. hands and she starts twisting them around her fingertips and then just lets her fingers go. And there's a small little circle in front of her and you can see uh, an image of Halea. The best part about friendship is that we get to pick who our friends are. They're not like family. What she has done, it has injured you. And there is no need for you to embrace her with open arms. You can still believe that perhaps she deserves a different life without necessarily needing to be a part of it. And perhaps if you feel differently, and then she shows uh, Fala at the moment where Eloise was attacked. And if you consider this a different moment, and one that you are more easily able to understand, it is all right. Thank you. And then she shifts the image again, and it's uh, patches handing her gun to Zeron. Apparently you could finish what I could not. Honey, how that all worked out, isn't it? My motives were still incorrect. And yours were perhaps more correct. Everyone thinks of their own story. I'm sure I'm the asshole to a lot of other people's stories. Through my work with the Golden Braid, I am trying to be, but I am no hero yet. However, you decide to define the term. I think some of the greatest heroics go unnoticed. Some of the things we do by being in the right place at the right time are what everyone pays attention to. So, whether or not people call you a hero, whether or not they call anyone a hero, that's not, not really what the importance is. That's what you do. Spoken like a true Dougal really is the right fit for me. It will look good on you. I like, you know, slightly like my jacket. I heard you were considering joining the Golden Braid. We need more people who think like you. There are too many damn Gwydion. <laughs> And as long as it is mostly Gwydion. Well, think like Gwydion. And it will be a Gwydion group with poor Zeron somehow stuck. There is nothing poor about Zeron. He's had 
short end of the stick a few times. If the reward for having the short end of the stick is that you get to... You get to be Zeron. That's not so bad. His experience was unique. Everyone has their own worst day and their own best day. Even if someone's worst day is better than someone else's worst day, like better than someone else's best day. I'm never going to get out of this maze. Would you like to? No. Well. Enjoy your stay. I assume that if I needed to, I could always just conjure up a chainsaw and make my way out. Yeah. It would be a very cartoon way of dealing with the problem. It would be. I could also jump really high. Yeah, that would probably be a little. But I suppose right now I feel good being lost, and yet knowing that I'm found. Like squeeze. <laughs> she squeaks. <laughs> I should attend to our, I'm sure, ever increasing guests. I'll be fine here, others of Oh, but I don't see you. You. I'll come get you. Sophia? I have led a uh, um, Kaylee and Pazbikenyet and Zeron over to the garden where they can plant their seeds and seedlings. I think Ware was looking for you. Darling! <gasps> and she runs <laughs> over to her. Oh, I would hug you, but I have these two things in my hands. Let me go I'm ahead and... covered in very delicate flowers. I should probably stop <laughs> hugging as much as I am. What it really would happen is I would hug you and then these would disappear into your dress, which you look lovely. Oh, you look wonderful too. I'm so glad you could make it. I am as well. Brom needed to see the boys and I needed to congratulate Patches and there's a lot that you and I have to discuss. Right, well, did you want to discuss now? And then yes. we can start drinking. <laughs> Why don't you show me something that you've, that you're proud of? Uh, well, you've already seen Zeron, so, um, <laughs> uh, how about the maze? You want to see the maze? Yes. Okay. She just pulls out some corn. <laughs> yeah. Boo. <laughs> Darling. Would it be of any help if I assisted at all with any of the negotiations? If you have any ideas for how we can make the Duke stop hating House Liam so much, that would be uh, grand. It's, well, welcome to being a Liam, to be perfectly frank. This is what we do is we are constantly on our back foot attempting to repair our reputation. Uh, but you are a beacon. You have chosen someone who is a beacon and who unfortunately has not really been complimented too often for the shine. 
He's... Mm, you've done very well, is what I will say. I and I think... Well, flaunted. I think that there are a number of things that you and Sir Zeron will be able to accomplish that will build your reputation simply by existing. I do have some ideas, however, but I don't want to abandon you out here. We don't have a large presence, and I want to do what I can, but I would really prefer if, to a certain extent, you were the spokesperson. I will help you as much as you ask for, but I would like for you to do the speaking if you are comfortable with that. I I intend to learn how to be comfortable with that. Good. For someone who chose the current High Queen, I'm still pretty terrible at politics. Well, for someone who prefers to not do any sort of politicking, I find myself in this position quite a lot. So you and I are quite similar. And should it ever be the case that you and Sir Zeron decide to just flit off, then you're welcome to join our caravan for as long as you'd like, of course. Thank you. Uh, but should you need it, should you need the backup, because I understand it can be a little bit awkward to speak about the things that I've asked for for our house from Fiona. I'm happy to speak to his grace about that. I do have- not mind asking him specifically about the making Sir Zeron a baron. Yes, of course. I sort of feel like I'm not going to get that. <laughs> well, I think he just needs to be reminded of how amazing he, Sir Zeron is on his own, separate from everything else. But I do have a couple of things I would like to accomplish here in Cross's Shadow with your leadership. Name them. One of the concerns that I think Granville has, or at least that's been coming through the grapevines, is he's sort of gotten a lot on his plate and not a lot to cover it. And Zeron making the move that he will be making is going to hurt him a little bit. But if we were to... Oh, actually, let's change the scene a little bit. And she grabs onto Sophia's hands and like walks very quickly back out of the maze and then over to where they can kind of overlook the city again. If we look out here at everything that is this city, there's very few things that we, our people, have made. Most everything here is the work of mortals. And then when we look down, we see all of this industry happening and we tend to forget it when we forget to look at it. And we're always forgetting about mortals. All of that is, if we think of it in a sort of drawn back sort of way, resource. Resource that is available to us eyes that are on the ground, ears that are on the ground. I feel that it would be somewhat useful to pilot a program here in Cross's Shadow where you might cultivate dreamers and enchanted mortals to act as scouts to protect the boundary between our world and the mortal world and give a little bit of a heads up, perhaps, uh, to us for anything that we may miss because we have very few eyes and they have many. I 
was planning on trying to launch this in Seattle, but I think perhaps this is an opportunity here because it would strengthen the ability for Granville to watch over everything. And it's expressing you... concern of Chimera in particular infringing on certain mm. Fiona lands that they weren't able to monitor properly? Indeed. And if you were to lead this, and we were to make use of Zeron's knowledge as a former member of the Red Branch and now the Golden Braid, we might be able to find some very effective mortals who would assist in this. Not only would this serve Liam's drive, which is to prove that mortals have a use beyond, well, feeding troughs, if we want to be blunt about it, um, but also show what it is that you can do. very interesting and compelling idea should we should we tell the duke tonight i leave that to you but i would like to see if you can perhaps speak to zeron but make a decision about whether or not that seems interesting to you it would be a lot of work it does seem interesting i was just speaking to him of how Neither of us had any idea how we were going to bring the Duke around, and I think this is a fantastic plan. What's going to be important is that things can't say, hmm, things can't go unsaid, I think is what I meant to say. You, there are things that are obvious. Zeron is amazing. This is obvious, but you need to say it. And Granville has done quite a lot for Cross's Shadow. These are things that are obvious, but it needs to be said. You and Zeron's partnership will serve the spark and protect Cross's Shadow, but those things need to be said, even though they are obvious. I would recommend similar to what Spency and I did at our wedding, that you perhaps take a moment to have acknowledgements for those who have lifted you to the position that you are and promises for what you intend to do in the future. Acknowledge Sister and his wonderful work workshop and the home that he has granted you and acknowledge Granville and promise to continue to serve Cross's shadow because you're not taking away Zeron from helping him you're simply liberating him from what sounds like a much more boring place to live. It truly is. And I think finally, I, I personally will reach out to Granville. I know that he lost someone very dear to him in his household. And to help reinforce Liam here in Cross the Shadow, I have a Pisky in mind that might do well as a personal assistant. Okay. But what are you thinking of? What do you have planned for tonight? I, well, that now, because now mm -hmm. I need to write some kind of speech. <laughs> um, uh, but also just making this a great night. There are mm -hmm. lots of activities. And um, I bought glow-in-the-dark body paint for after dark. <gasps> Oh, excellent. Polly is going to be taking the boys before we get to the fucking part of the night, which I'm oh. quite excited about. I also have a second outfit underneath this one for that. But, um, 
things need to go said rather than unsaid. Sophia, I am so proud of you. Thank you. I wouldn't you I wouldn't be where I am today if you hadn't believed in me. That's absolutely true, but you have done so much more with it than I ever expected. Well, it still needed to be said. And she goes to give her a hug and then remembers that they're both wearing awkward dresses and spots again. <laughs> we'll just end up sticking together. Air kisses. <laughs> uh, Brom. Yes. Your son Aiden um, has, has made an unlikely friend. Okay. Haley is currently crouched next to him in the dirt and is explaining about something to do with her interpretation of why plants grow. And Aiden is trying to do his best to tell her that every plant has a name and she's like, I know that. And they're, they're just going back and forth with Aiden trying really hard to show off his knowledge yeah. and Kaylee being like, okay. Best friends. That's so sweet. Man. <laughs> Nostalgia trip. Remember being a teenager and being like, I know things. And everyone's like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's so sweet. I, I know people who are like, I'm like that. <laughs> yes. That's Wait. RPG Clinic, folks. And <laughs> I do that. Okay. Um, I, I, I certainly don't want to interrupt them, but... Uh, I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, Aiden Aiden was with me at the battle of the um hive. the guru. Yes, thank you, the hive. That's the word I was looking for. The guru like <laughs> destruction of the hive. So certainly he's got a sense of their power at least. That's good. Um I go I'll take I'll, I'll leave them just for a brief moment and take Gus aside. If, if only briefly. Yes, father. Gus, you've always been relatively mature, and I can see that you have matured into quite a fine young man. It's important that we put forward our best impressions. Indeed. I do my best to do the same, although it would appear that perhaps it doesn't... It comes more naturally to you than to me. And I imagine you have been a good brother to your brother. I do what I can. Sometimes he's quite difficult. Uh, the, I understand that that's part of growing up. I know that it's difficult for him. Mm -hmm. Has Aiden helped you, Gus? Aiden's always been there. No matter what he says to me, no matter what he uh, says is true or not, he's always there for me. I'm glad. I don't think I ever got a chance to apologize to you, Gus, but since you are... Have I been wronged, Father? No, no, no. I... No, no. You're old enough now to understand the 
complexity of the situation that I found myself in. But I still believe that it was not right of me to abandon my duty to you as a father. It's important to understand that the right to ignorance is still very essential. The Eshiat's very clear about that sort of thing, even if it is your family. But you know that it's difficult. Isn't everything worth it? Look at the there wonderful no... friends you have. They are... They are well-earned rewards. Indeed. I heard that Patches mm. is now a knight. Word travels fast. And I heard mm. that even though she's a knight, mm. she's still making things. Knights are able to make things. Do you make things, Father? Well, not in the same way. Could you learn uh, from her? Did I or could I? Could you? I'm I sure could. she could teach you how to make marvelous things. <laughs> I'm not sure I have a crafter's temperament, Gus. Is it because you're very big? Is that what temperament means? And that you would crush everything? <laughs> uh, not exactly, no. But I find that... My temperament's very small. <laughs> Tell me about soothsay, Gus. What does it mean to you? I used to think that it meant that you can see. But it's actually more about what you can perceive... Person... Persil, um, uh, perceive, I think. No, Father, it's it's perceive. Ah, my mistake. Sometimes I use it to see what will happen. Sometimes I use it to see what could happen. But it's all very wibbly jibbly. Wibbly jibbly. Wibbly jibbly. Interesting. That's a technical term, I imagine. No. Technical okay. terms are things like um, Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> that is a technical term. Uh, where are you? Uh, I would have left the hedge maze and uh, probably made my way over to the snack table and then probably yeah, be in a position where I can see people who are coming out to the garden. All right, we got to have ourselves a conversation. Sit down. Hi, nice to see you again. Welcome back to the spar. So... Nora's been telling me that she's been experiencing a little bit of uh, expansion theories. Is that right? Um, as in adding members to the Golden Braid? 
yes, she asked me to join. Or suggested or something. And what if I might Ken know? What were you saying to her? To make her believe that she might want to extend that invitation to you? I don't think I could quote the conversation properly, but... I don't um, need quotes. I just need to know what's inside that. I believe she had said, and as others have said, I have been acting alongside the Golden Braid before that, the Red Branch, for the last few years now. So there's a certain amount of sense in my joining, um, assuming that I could agree to follow its rules and act within its regulations and... Rules? I don't know. <laughs> we make the rules for our own selves. Right now, I don't know if we have all the rules that we need. We're looking for an identity beyond the Red Branch. And that identity can't be just, um, well, the green and gold, if you might understand, you know. Uh, so you would be open to there being Longwoodian members joining? Zeron worked out, and he looks over, and Zeron is like, Placing a seed, covering it up. Placing and a seed, like covering it up. Shots. Wondering whether he messed up and opening it and pushing it a little further in and then covering it up. Doing great, buddy. Look, <laughs> I know Gwydion. And I know that the Gwydion that we have here, they do anything if it meant the right thing to do. They've got more than just an allegiance to the house, which is why we don't really fall under a Gwydion banner, as it were. Right now, we follow Lenore, and Lenore has told us that we make our own decisions as to what right and wrong are. But it means that it's got to be more than just a Gwydion. It's got to be more than that. I need to know whether you're ready, not just to do what's right, but to help define what's right for us, for all of us. Sounds more my style. I'm a grumpy goat. There'll be times that we'll be yelling at each other and it's not because I don't respect you. I'm used to that from Blister. Yes, well. He's a grumpy goat too. Mm -hmm. Truth be told. I'd like to see more than just houses. I need people, people who think about different things in different ways, but ways that we can all agree on, we can all appreciate. Is that you? I think it could be. Then I guess I don't have to be such a grumpy goat after all.
Is that what brought you here today? No, I came here because it's Beltane and Omphire is as boring as fuck. Good. <laughs> Good, because that's what we're here for today. I'm actually here. Discuss the Golden Braid another day. I'm actually here for another reason. I'm escorting somebody important. Oh. Should I arrange for one of their friends to happen to show up? Helen is looking to make a move. A move? She's moving on up in the world. Yes. She might be moving north to here. She's making a play to become the new Countess of the House of Shadow. Were you that Fiona is currently feeling very tender? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't know whether. Spend all your nights drunk and high, and you're gonna be tender in the morning. <laughs> Shit! Fight, 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 I fight. don't know whether right. bringing a Gwydion to run this place would be the right move. Oh, why not? Baroness Sophia already technically controls the lands around Spark. Well, yes, she's a baroness. She has a barony. The barony is that I own Spark, yes. I know that matters of what you're discussing are separate from the Golden Braid, but... Well, part of the reason she's looking at this place is because there's only goddamn Golden Braid around. It might be worth it to just move the uh, headquarters from home fires. I mean, look, it's just so me and Eleanor in, down there. In order for the headquarters to be moved, uh, Gwydion would have to take control. That yeah. sounds like you're turning this into the Golden Braid. The Golden Bra you're keeping the connection between the two. It would make more sense if you want to separate it from Gwydion to move it into an area that is not Gwydion controlled. It would send the wrong message. She's a baroness, and possibly becoming a, a countess. And if we wanted to group everybody in, in, in one location, you're saying that she would just maintain her lands down there and that we wouldn't interfere with the lands around here. I, I can think, see what that says. I think they're two separate things. If you want the Golden Braid to all be together, that's one matter. Um taking over I I do think that it is problematic that if the uniting of the golden braid also happens with taking land over under them by a Gwydion, that really sends the message that no we're lying it's actually a Gwydion. Gwydion aren't very good at lying the lands are currently controlled by Fiona if there's talks of changes. I don't know. Again, I'm not Fiona. All I've heard in the last few 
months month is that you've developed a need for this sort of thing around here huh? I just don't think it's the right move I think that if I just it sounds like Fiona doesn't need anything at the moment from Gwydion Fiona needs Gwydion more of like everybody I, I needs each other me. What, why would they give up that land? Because it's not their land. Fiona apparently controls the duchy. The duchy of many rivers. And the duke that's controlling the duchy lives here in Hart's life. Yes, that's true. In much the same way that um, technically we all live under Lenore, yeah. which makes this Dougal lands. I'm just a freshly I'm minted knight. With you. You're making good points here. If it looks like it's going to be a Gwydion annexation, then that's not going to be the, the sort of thing that we want to put forward, is it? No. So I'll tell her to bugger off. If if she wants to move north, I think that's, that's that. If she wants to move to be with the rest of the Golden Braid. I think that's great. If you all want to come here, that's great. Homefires is dark and dank. I think it's super cool. Hi. It's cool because it's dark and dank. Well, half the time, everybody calls it home fries. <laughs> I mean, fair. And all those paintings into other worlds and shit. Yeah, it's so basically the sweet. Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. I think it's super the cool. Sanctum. Time Sanctum? Yeah. But I don't know about that involving land takeovers and negotiations or swaps. That's above my pay grade. I just know what the optics sound like. You know, if there's one thing that Gwydion don't do, it's listen to the optics. Or at least we don't think to. Let me go have a word. And he stands up. He pats you on the back. If you keep defending things like you defend this, then there's no reason to believe that you don't belong with us. And he walks away. And off a cliff. Ah. Whoa, no! Yeah, no. Good thing we put no. out the... Uh, <laughs> no, no, we put out the... Uh, the nets that you have under trapeze artists. There you go. <laughs> Gymnastic nets. <laughs> John, can I you freeze do the, clo the freezing glowed thing again, please? <laughs> it just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We should gif it, honestly. That's fair. <laughs> Great. That's okay. Fair. We're making a new emote. Uh. <laughs> Granville is, is spied on the premises. <gasps> oh, <congrats. laughs> Sophie is like running to gather uh, Countess Ware, Zeron, oh Rom, Patches. What? Yes. <laughs> Sister. Everyone needs to be here. We need to look professional, goddammit. You are professional. I'm tucking your shirt, bro. Oh, right, sorry. This is a tunic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. I don't know it's why meant that. to be long. <laughs> why is it in pants? <laughs> I'm not actually and sure. Where are your pants? <laughs> <laughs> My God. So it doesn't tuck into the underwear. <laughs> Granville arrives and he uh, looks looks a little bit like he's trying to smile through eating a very sour grape. an affliction. I understand. I appreciate the invitation. Your grace. And happy Beltane to you. <laughs> well, that was awkward. I haven't seen you in quite some time. We need to catch up. There's things that we need to discuss, of course, but I hope that you are doing well. Happy Beltane, your grace. Where? And there's this moment of like, Okay. Uh, I didn't expect to see you here. I pride myself on being unexpected. Yes, you have quite the reputation for that. I've built it many times over the years. Well, it's my pleasure to see such an illustrious countess here and... And then he looks around, and there's this moment where he hesitates and then just ends up saying, the spark. Mm. Well, I shall do my best. Indeed. I shall do my best to continue to be illustrious in your presence. Right. Uh, Gus, by the way, is is walking over, um, and he bows very floridly to the duke. Hello. Hi. Um, your grace, I'm Augustus. Uh, the Countess Ware has gracefully accepted me as her ward. And I have a gift for you. And he looks up at Ware for a second as if it's like, is this okay? She smiles. I am here to tell you, Your Grace, that you are going to be receiving excellent news within one lunar month. Oh? Yes, Your Grace. I've seen it. Well, well, thank you, young man. I, I appreciate it. And just, like, looks up at Brom like, what? what? I'm surprised too, honestly. Mm-hmm. So well done. Thank you. I'm not very good at speeches, Your Grace. I apologize. No, that was that was well done. Um, do we need to discuss, Countess? Or shall we? I could show you around the garden that Sophia and Ignite have put together if you would like to. And she sort of like moves and lays a hand on his sleeve. Very much appreciate how delicate you were with him. Of of course. And he follows you. There's he now looks less sour and more quizzical. Is everything going to be all right? 
Countess has a way of smashing through tension with a sledgehammer. Mm. So as long as she's here, I think we're going to get through everything in one piece. You, you plan on speaking with the Duke, I imagine. I do. Zaron and I are going to be making our announcement this evening. Very good. Very good. And I don't want... I don't want it to seem like we're triumphing over his grace. Triumphing? In what way? Do you know when you would go to a grown-up and you would ask for something and they would say no, so you would go to a different grown-up and you would keep going to grown-ups until one of them said yes and then you would use that as leverage against the first one. That's kind of what we're doing. But then if you go back to that one that said no and you just sort of mock them afterwards because you found one who told you yes, that's not... It's not what I want to do. Of course. But you do not intend to mock his grace. No. No. Just... I'm trying to be the bigger person. I, I think that should be easily accomplished, Lady Sophia. I got very angry. So did a number of people from states diplomatically. <laughs> you didn't, Rom. Um, no, perhaps not out outwardly. I pride myself on being able to keep my cool in so many social situations, but there are some things that I just can't let slide. And then I lose control and do something I regret. It is hard to say whether His Grace lashed out particularly strongly because he felt so much of his work had been undone. Perhaps he felt betrayed. Perhaps he truly feels that we are beneath him in ways that we can't control. Although I doubt that. You yes. are beneath me. <laughs> oh, sh oh my god. Just no. Why? Oh no. Uh. <laughs> yeah, dodge this. That is how he feels, though. I think I just need to come around to the fact that no matter how polite he is to us, maybe he doesn't actually respect us. I do not believe that is true. Although I would have a hard time putting my finger on exactly why. I'm sorry, this is going to seem like hearsay. But I believe his grace has a great respect for those he believes respect and love the same things that he does. This place, all cocaine, mountains of cocaine, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Passion and duty. This place we call home. Sir Zara, I motioned to Sir Zara. I thought all of that too, but you were there the last time we saw him and none of that seemed to matter. Because he cares more about his pride. Pride goes before the fall. 
Sometimes. My God, you're still here. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to listen. You're to learning that a lot about your parents. I love your, your outfit. Your <laughs> well, you thank you. I. Aiden said that I looked a bit like I was trying too hard, but Aiden says a lot of things. There is no such thing as trying too hard at Beltane or at any party at the Spark. I can think of ways that you should try too hard at Beltane. The afternoon portion of Beltane, no. You'd be as extra as you want, Gus. Yeah, there you go, Ergwin. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Hey. He wasn't trying. There was no effort made on his part. What are you doing? Watching. (laughs) Surveying. Now that now that you Granville has come out and got swept away by where? She's watching where they're walking. She's watching Sophia and Zeron. A chrysanthemum comes up. Hi. Hi. You enjoying yourself so far? I don't think I've ever had such amazing food. Well, you have Claude to thank for that. He's a cool guy. Yes. Nothing newsworthy's happened. <laughs> yep. Sorry, your tips were. I should go then. You're welcome to stay, but don't feel obligated. But if there's no news, then I'm not doing my job. Is there other news that you would chase down today? A good journalist doesn't make the news, they just report the news. What I mean is, is there somewhere else you would go to find news tonight, or would you just go home or wherever you spend your Saturday evenings because it's Beltane. There's food. There's partying. I'm in a hotel right now. I would probably go back there and try to watch Netflix. It feels cold out right now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Well, you're welcome to stay since watching Netflix probably wouldn't result in an article either. Okay. And she takes her hat off and then just places it between her hands and then just squashes it until it becomes as as flat and as thin as paper and then folds it and then folds it and then puts it into her breast pocket. Neat. So now she doesn't have a little press symbol up here anymore. Is there any food that you particularly enjoy? Tuna sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Such a charming high five. Yeah. The celebrations will get into fuller swing later. Now it's all the socializing and meeting and greeting of important people and Yawn. Yeah. So now is when you snack and you people watch. Who are those people? And she points at Pezabikenia and Kaylee. That would be Pezabikenia and Kaylee. 
Um, <laughs> they are friends of ours. Um, they are enchanted mortals. How like what what's the dealio on saying that they're group? Would that be like really weird and mind blowing to your average Cathane? Uh to your average Cathane, they would pro- they'd probably be like, buh. Okay. Uh they're friend yeah. Well they seem very nice. They are. They've uh helped us and we've helped them. And she just like lifts a glass of lemonade. Yeah. And just... <laughs> uh, and that's when McAllister comes back, sits down. Didn't expect to be playing so much politics today, did you? Having a conversation with you, I I have to watch what I say, don't I now? It's all politics. No, that's sort of the opposite of what I was just saying earlier about how I need to listen to you. This is Chrysanthemum. Um, She was here uh, to do some reporting, but she seems to have quit... Uh, her. Yes, chrysanthemum. Right for the rag. Anyway, this is off the record for you. We're pulling out. Out? If Helena wants to experience what it's like to be the Countess of Cross of Shadow, there's only one thing that we'd be able to offer in return. Homefires. But that's outside Granville's domain. And he might not appreciate that sort of trade. Well, if it's offered rather than demanded. There was never going to be a demand here. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) So good, though. (laughs) making the offer. Well, it depends if we want to give the offer up. I mean, the county across the shadow is a big deal. It's a it's a it's a good place. And at the same time home fires. Is also in an excellent location. David's winter home. It's belonged to Gwydian ever since it started. I'm not sure that I'm wanting to give that up. But it doesn't matter. Well, if uh, you want to have a conversation with the Duke about that today, it looks like he's got a line of people. Well, that's the issue with being a Duke, which is why I'm not a Duke. Who wants that sort of responsibility? Yeah. Not me. Coming to appreciate how much that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) The difference is that the responsibility that you have was a responsibility that you always had. No, no, no. I, I'm cool with this. I just, I'm realizing how much it sucks to be a duke. 
There's a difference between how it sucks to be a duke and how a duke could suck. Yes, those are two different things, but um, there are a lot of responsibilities and when you're overlooking such a large territory, you have to consider a whole lot of things at all times. I'm uh, happier to consider a smaller scope. I want to consider the cocktail weenie right now. Excellent. See, you get to do that because you're not a duke. <laughs> Sophia? Wrong. Well, I'm watching for when, where, and Grenville are done speaking, because then I've got an announcement to make. Oh, shit. Which hopefully won't spoil the mood of the party. I mean, you make the party, so. Where seems to be, like, leading Granville, kind of almost like they're pacing back and forth, like, circling Patches, because Ware clearly wants to talk to Patches, but every time she's about to approach, somebody else comes up, and Granville is just being dragged along for the ride and the conversation. Uh, Patches can definitely meander away from... She was. So McAllister starts chatting up Chrysanthemum, who seems just interested in her lemonade and starts ignoring him, but it's clear that she's ignoring him so that he'll pay more attention to her. And... Yeah, that. Courtly love. <laughs> Catly love. Catly love. Uh, yes, Duke, um, I really need to say something to Patches, so um, stand right here. You look amazing. Patches! <laughs> You are way too busy for someone who has just been sitting there people-watching. Come, come. I will go with her. I wanted to pull you aside and tell you how absolutely impressed I have been with you. Thank you. It's been one of my goals ever since Sophia moved into this region, not only for her to gain a close circle of friends that will be good and to a certain extent useful, but to also become an ally to those friends. And to a certain extent, I've been able to accomplish that with Brom, and luckily he's very easy to manipulate. But I've been able to stand back a bit with you because I've found that you tend to just be exactly what you need to be in any particular moment. And I wanted to compliment you um, because there was never anything that you ever did that really was worthy of the word common. Well, I'm, congratulations on your knighthood. Thank you. But I think being a commoner is pretty fucking badass too. You uh, prove- <laughs> I'm allergic to feelings. <laughs> that that word doesn't make sense for those who do not have a title. Now then, um, I wondered if you could assist me with a small favor. In addition to uh, securing the allyship between House Liam and Fiona, what more can I do? This is uh, that joking. would be very, very helpful, but I, really wondered if at some point in the future, it doesn't have to be anytime soon, you 
might make a journey to the west coast. Um, there are things that are mechanically falling apart and your insight in how to fix them and perhaps improve them would be something I value greatly. I... I feel like such an asshole that I will have to figure out when I can schedule that. Um, That's fine. Nothing's we, going to fall apart right now. We've... Uh, started a deal that will have a lot of people coming and going from the spark that I have to watch so yes um, let me know the details and we'll figure out how to make that happen absolutely understood and I appreciate that I'm also mostly just looking for the opportunity to show you off cool um, do I get any say in the uh, being showed off, or do I just walk where you tell me to walk? Oh no, you're absolutely free in that. Um, what is it that the Dougals are always talking about? Um, I want you to show off by doing what it is that you do. Cool. I will do things. And by uplifting you, I hope to continue to repair anything that may have gone sour between Dougal and Liam with the recent events. Oh, the, the... Mm. Dealing of the... Yes. Beyonce. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah. Mm. 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 Gotcha. Sorry, that just clicked. Gotcha. I appreciate you. Thank you. And it should be said also that even were that political gain not an issue, I would still be honored to have you come and assist us. Thank you. I will see what I can do to help. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I, you look really smashing, by the way. Thank you. As do you. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you. I know, but thank you. I appreciate it being said. Um, are you finished with the duke or do you need to continue your conversation I'll never be finished with this duke then I'll let you get back to it thank you Sophia, wrong. Would now be a good time to make my speech, or should it be saved? Well, now would be a good time to make the speech, because then I can leave you on a cliffhanger as to whether or not it worked. Oh, perfect. A classic. Great. A classic. Okay. Uh, well, Sophia is going to do her best to get everybody's attention. She's going to turn off the music in the garden and uh, uh, clamber up onto like a tree stump or something. Clamber, yeah. And Zeron should should be there too. And she sort of whispers to him, like, please, like, uh, tack on to any of this that you wanted. I just wrote this in the last five minutes. Okay. Um, everyone, huh, 
if I could uh, have your attention, thank you so, so, so much for joining us uh, today's Beltane celebration. Thank you for everyone who brought um, something to plant in the garden. And I can see all of your artwork over there. It's it's very spectacular. Gus um, is paying attention to you, but he's still going around the maypole by himself. Oh my God. This, what I need to say, um, it was suggested to me by a, a dear friend that things should not be left unsaid. And so I'm going to say a series of things now. Um, they are thanks and acknowledgements. Um, and yeah, so Sir Zeron, you have served Heart's Light tirelessly for years. We all know it, but we are saying it. Um, You're here. From the back. Your Grace, the Duke Granville has been a shelter for us. He has. He has come to all of our parties, most of them. Um, he's been supportive and we have been honored to fight uh, by his side all these years. Zister, you sheltered us and gave this ragtag group of individuals a home. You created the spark and the spark gave us purpose. Uh, my motley mates, you teach me each and every single day, you the members of Ignite, how to be brave and strong and good. Every single one of you who lives at the spark has, has taught me new definitions of family. Uh, Countess, Countess Ware, you one day heard a singer and you turned that singer into a knight. You believed in her before she believed in herself. And for me, I have defended a kingdom from all kinds of threats. I am House Liam. As House Liam, I fought for this kingdom and I created for this kingdom and I will continue to do so. Um, each and every one of you have our thanks today, Zeron and myself, and we couldn't ask for a better group of people to announce that we are getting married in one month's time here at the Spark, joining the houses of Fiona and Liam. Here, here. I realize, as I've moved forward in life, that it is in fact not a journey that is taken alone. And while I am thrilled that I am able now to say that I will not be alone in some respects, I have never truly felt like I did not have the support and the love of those around me while I was working towards creating a better Concordia. 
truly, however, it is in fact those who have supported me, who have shown me that my own path needs to change depending on the whims and wills of everyone around me. Recently, I found myself walking beside someone who weren't, was not demanding that I would go left or right, but who merely was content to see which way I was walking. And then I realized that her footsteps were beside my own. There can be no other choice for me. And yet my ability to walk is due to those such as the Duke Granville, Lord McAllister, Sir Brom, or any of the other friends that I have made along the way. You have made my happiness possible. And for that, I do not believe there is a greater debt to repay. And Kaylee is just looking on it, and she seems proud somehow. Uh, Aiden is like boring. <laughs> uh, Gus, Gus is also like boring, but he's a lot better at hiding it. But like, he has it's no clear idea that, what's going on. To be fair, but he's way more interested in the fact that this ribbon goes all the way around this pole. Granville steps forward. Our house is known for love. It is our blessing and our curse that we are lovers, fierce lovers. I can do nothing except stand in awe at a love that can accomplish so much is that between the Baroness Sophia Appleby and the Baron Zeron Appleona? You have my full blessing for this. I look forward to one month of celebration and of anticipation. I thought she's gonna like curtsy. And he shoots a significant glance over to where she toasts him with a champagne. And then Polly comes in. Um and says, okay, Aiden, Gus, uh, have you ever been to the zoo? And Chrysanthemum is looking like she just found a knocked over box of like treats spread out all over the table just for her. <laughs> and she looks up and it's just like, but then she realizes that her hat's not on, so her notebook stays firmly in its pocket. And 
there is more to what happens at Beltane. But that's going to have to wait until next time. Yeah. I'm just imagining never too many socks at home, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kermit. Arm waving. I just love that little dino. Okay. Yeah, the fucketing. Yay, two and a half hours of hedge mace. <laughs> Why are you I'm running so back lost. I know, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right. yeah I, I wish that I could name the episode Beltane Part 2 The Fucketing. I don't. I just don't know <laughs> if that's going to happen. Um, I'm not sure if it was a game either. No, it wouldn't researching. follow the scheme. Yeah, it's important. Uh, but, uh, but we do have a, a Beltane to look forward to. So more Beltane, the Beltaning. Is that like the detaining, but it's Beltane? I don't know. Uh, we're gonna find out what you learn. Uh, I imagine there's gonna be some streams coming up in the coming week. I know that there's a, uh, a new yet old person hanging out on Scott's stream. Yay! No. So we have that to look forward to. Uh, we have. Uh, a, I mean, look. We also now we. There was a wedding date that was set. Yeah, that's right. It's in two weeks. I know. If I didn't say it, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> I said one month's time. But yeah, do but mean two weeks from this present world. Day? Yeah, it's two away from yeah. this present date. It's yeah. one month from the. Okay. From the game time. So you're Beltane going for a June two. wedding. Beltane part three, the wedding. Got it. Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> part three, the fucking. No, but part oh. two is the. Part two is the fucking. Part three is also the fucking, but now slightly more sore. And maybe oh. with a little bit of aftercare. That's important. The tenderizing. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Where did you get one of fun. those mallets? <laughs> I mean, that's what Dougal do, right? Gonna be a soy it's gonna be a I'd like soy sea myself. <laughs> yeah, soy <sea>. caliente. <laughs> soy sea. So we do have to thank everyone for showing up and being here with us. Yay! Yay! No bingo. No oh. bingo. Had there been a moment of jot and a yas, then. Oh, there's, we, we have to bring back yas, guys. Yas. Thank you, Kate. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That Scott uses an accent unlike his own was definitely for the Virgin. <laughs> the Virgin. Uh, I'll allow it. I'm not quite sure if I could name it, but I, I'll allow it. Uh, and there was some crafting, yeah. No fuck. Uh, I mean, there could have been fucker flash. It kind of depends. Depends on where's intentions. Uh, Brom thinking the best of some of the other two PCs. Hate. I mean, we were pretty rude to Chrysanthemum right off the bat, and then Brom was all like, "Oh yes, of course, sit down." Also, Let for what it's worth, I mean, nobody was <laughs> rude overly, but like, I think a lot higher of Duke Granville than this person seems to right now. Uh -oh. So like, I don't, anyway. well, now he's great. <laughs> he was just so mean to us. Yeah, you know. Well, sure. You, well, you knocked over his block castle. Yeah, you should have he told us been... he was building it. <laughs> I would have watched more. Yeah, you open a door, you knock like, it over, builds, and you're like, oh, shit, who builds a block castle in the dark <laughs> <laughs> with true. arrows that say "insert here"? 
what insert here right no, it's fine. no <laughs> not so that's not a different part of duke granville's yes quarters. right yeah <laughs> the swing and other things well is does getting lost in the hedge maze count as splitting the party because maybe all three of us can go into the same <laughs> there was a point when all three of you were in completely different parts of the spark i don't know if that but like, I feel like it wasn't party. that you were like unable to get to each other i've always imagined that split the party was like okay so like i'm going to leave and not tell my party where they're going where i'm going and like enter the danger zone on my own Split, splitting the party is basically i um it can be when the party specifically agrees that they should be apart for a reason mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you go over there and i'm gonna go over there yeah that's splitting the party is the reason the fucking name <laughs> pens maybe we will ignite uh, so, what did you learn? Scott? I, I learned that I am, uh, that Brahm, <laughs> I learned that Brahm is very proud of his sons, and, um, also really, that like, he has sons? Yeah, learned that he has, like, we <laughs> learned that he has sons, really important. No, he's also, he's also a little, like, mm, melancholy, perhaps, that he's, like, not, uh, been a part of this important part of their lives. Yet. Like as yes, much. Everyone. Okay. That's what I learned. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, Liz? Uh, Sophia learned that while she'd been doing a lot of thanking people over the past little bit, saying why she was thanking them meant a lot. And so she's very happy that Countess Ware told her like everyone knows but say it anyway because that that means something yeah. and uh, uh, learned that uh, some of the issues she's having with um, forgiving people for their past actions um, that Fala is an example of someone that she's okay with now so it's a path for her to go down to try to resolve where she has been feeling about Talus um, after Zister's request. Mm. So. Ooh, I didn't realize that that was tying into Talus. Yeah, it was. That was That's actually spicy. more more directly. Yeah. Well, it's time for us to, to vote on play of the game while we continue this conversation. Your options are Sophia says what needs to be said, acknowledging the friends and most importantly herself. Patch has established her potential place within the Golden Braid and with Mac, and Brom gets to know his children better and is a good dad. Wow. That's so both zero, one, or two nice now. No, that's, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so I, I do have a question. Uh, if, because we didn't actually get around to it, um, if there was a game of I Never being played, what would each of you call out if you wanted to specifically sass your friends? I, I, I have to ask, us or the characters? The characters. Okay, good. Just, just making sure. Oh. Do you know this game? Sorry, I know never have I ever, but what do you mean specifically sass my friends? As in, what would you say that you'd never done in order oh. to make call out the fact that some of your friends would have to drink? 
I've never forgotten I had two sons and what their names were. Very good. Thank there you. Go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I never forgotten my wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Very good. Oh, so it's a pile on Brom, huh? <laughs> I've never killed all my friends. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's not how this game goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's rude. That's, that's so rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, mm. I mean... I've never prioritized my appearance over the other important things happening in one day. Yay! I don't fucking know. I don't have anything very sassy at the moment about Sophia. I'm to that as well. I've done that. <laughs> it's a long time to exfoliate this. I'm feeling friendly towards my eyes, not turkey. I guess. Well, you know, you might have been unfriendly towards Brom, but that doesn't mean that he can't win play of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. And... Well, Brom has never executed anyone in cold blood? Uh, uh, his his blood was pretty hot. Um, when he was doing... Oh, that. wow, she's just slamming it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one also, yeah. It helps that it's water. Uh, well, I mean, like that—that—that that, that fits for me. But you might think of some other things, depending on whether that game actually does get brought up next session. Uh, but there's going to be some things happening before next session, right? Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tomorrow. Yeah, I hope people uh, can tune in tomorrow. We're gonna um, I'll, I'll tweet out and post in the Discord about timing, but over on Twitch.tv/slash/BiffTheBoss. Um, believe the doc is going to continue exploring his grandfather grandfather's vampirism yeah yeah um we're gonna we're gonna see how that plays out <laughs> and then we'll see about continuing after that no official announcements from you oh. official announcements from you john uh, I don't have a time lockdown yet last week we had our first part of the rpg clinic larps rewatch uh, we went through all of season one, uh, which means that we're going to divide up season two because you know, season two is considerably longer. But I just have to hammer out the details, but that will be this week. Uh, we're going to watch uh, episodes zero, one, two, three, and possibly four. Because I'd probably do zero, one, two, three, four, then five, six, seven, eight, and then nine and ten. Oh, and three oh. pieces. Nice. I was gonna say like, oof, John, like that's. But not we'll half. see how it goes, yeah. right? Like the thing is, if we if we're on a roll yeah. and we just clip through up to episode six, then maybe we'll just watch the rest of it in the next week. Come and join us when I will announce it. It will be on the Discord. But uh, the idea is that we watch, rewatch the web series LARPs, um, but from a perspective of introducing topics to talk about role playing, not a filmmaker's commentary, but a role player's commentary. And we had Pukajutsu, uh, which was delightful. I certainly came away with a lot of new perspective on the show. It's like mm-hmm. it's a different, obviously, it's a different perspective for, for me to come at it from there. But it's really, um, it was really cool to, to sort of see what other people's takes are on the sort of mechanics of it, for, especially now that we've been role playing together for so long as well. I, I just really like how everyone basically came out and was like, Evan's a bully. 
Well, yeah, I, I love I love that they're talking about the different ways that they GM. You know, some people are like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I definitely have a binder like Evan does, and others <laughs> like, no, I don't do nearly as much as much prep as he does. And um, it, there's a lot of insight into how the viewers run their own games. Which really cool. Yeah, that has been really cool. I yeah. agree. You know what else is really cool? Mm -hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn. <gasps> yes, we've got Horizon Zero Dawn that we started. Going to be doing that at 6. We do have Nancy Drew at 4 on Wednesday as well. And Punchy Book Club. Oh uh, last minute change, so it wasn't today, but it's going to be next Sunday and it's going to be at 1 o'clock. That's Saga Volume 4. Crosshair, if you can hear this in the Crosshair future, knows. update your. Okay, you're good. It's all been updated. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it's on. Fine, it. don't worry about it's it. It's always the first one I message before Crosshair, I Crosshair's Crosshair's like, catching Crosshair. up. He's. Uh, I think he only has four episodes now to go. As, oh, as of this week. I had 14. I... We're basically the oh. Hobbit of web series. I don't know. <laughs> He's getting there. He is catching up. Maybe it's 14. Maybe it's four. I, I'd have to check. I didn't yeah. remember whether he had just finished. But I thought he had finished 210. One, one, ten, one. Or one ten. See, yeah. yeah, so that's 14. Oh, shit. He messaged me to say that evil Eight Sophia five. is coming along nicely, and I don't know what I did. Oh, well, then that's 14. You're way behind. You dude. know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hey. don't. We have to think. Because she's here. She who knows 10,000 things, everyone is here. Thank you for dropping in. Um, dropping Thanks for some letting me. Kids off. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sending them away. They probably can't hear that. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and frankly, just for everything that you've done, it's it's very appreciated. Hey, if you want to uh, participate more in this community, there's a really easy way to do it. It's joining our Discord channel. Uh, the link is below. The link's also in the chat. And see, I say it, and I was like, I can say it. I don't even have to pause or hesitate, and it was there yeah. when I was ready. Uh, the Discord is a great place not only just to hang out with this community, but to discuss the episodes and discuss the uh, um, future of these games and to bring up stuff about your own games. Uh, so just come on in and have a look. You can also look at the VODs and all of the synopses, thankfully typed out by not me, uh, uh, which are on RPGClinic.com. I'm missing anything. Oh, right. These three. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, look, this sucks. Uh, I'm stuck here in this place, which is really not actually nearly as bad as it could be, but it still sucks. I imagine that it sucks for a lot of you out there. I'm really happy that we're all pulling together on this because it is together that we're going to get through this. Specifically, it's by doing this and this. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.